The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Ah, welcome. Triple Eight, 900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. More fun from the uh, Parkland students. <laughs> They're just, they continue to share a lot of wisdom with us and, um, and lead us down a uh, direction of, um, yeah, well, gun control and uh, boycotts of anybody who disagrees with them. So that's great. Laura Ingram is under attack right now for um, supposedly mocking David Hogg. What she, she just tweeted out that he, he was having a tough time getting into schools. And she said, with their admission rate at UCLA, it's not surprising that you didn't get into UCLA with a 4.1 average. 4.1, I mean, it used to be like 4.0 was the best you could get, right? And then I know in recent years, it's kind of changed. Even when my oldest daughter was in high school, which probably 10 years ago now, hmm. um, when we went to her graduation, uh, I remember the valedictorian and the salutatorian were around a 4.8, if I remember correctly. Like four point. What did you do to get to a four point eight? Yeah, I mean, extra I know, credit. Yeah, I'm bad at math, but I thought, 4. yeah, point oh. I thought four point was straight A's. Hmm. So there's straight A's plus, I guess. And anyway, four point one. If that doesn't get you into UCLA, wow. Uh, what do you have to do to get into Harvard and Yale, Stanford, Rice, Northwestern? Uh, that's that's amazing. Anyway. She mentioned the fact that he's been rejected from some schools, and apparently that's the worst possible thing you can do. See, this kid can say anything he wants about anyone, about Dana Lash, uh, about the NRA, about the people who uh, um, are members of the NRA, about people who believe in the Second Amendment. Yeah, they could say anything they want, and you can't respond to it. No, I'm sorry. That is not the way it works. The kid from, uh, uh, he had, somebody had uh, David Hogg on with this other kid from the Maryland shooting. And the Maryland shooting gets almost no publicity because a good guy with a gun stopped a bad guy with a gun. That's why we don't hear about it. Almost immediately. So only two people died. The, the, the shooter, the murderer, and uh, one girl who was in critical condition at first, but she has since passed. Uh, so it was stopped after one death, put an end to it. And so nobody talks about that one. Why? Because that's exactly what we said should happen, happened in that case. An officer, resource officer with a gun, shot and killed the, the killer. Simple as that. Um, but this new kid from the uh, Maryland shooting is now saying that uh, adults are soulless, that uh, we're, we, we are, we're unfeeling. But why should we listen to them? Why should, why should people listen to you? Because- David Stelter is uh, talking to him 
uh, about all of this on CNN. But why should we listen to them? Why should, why should people listen to you? Because we are the moral they're the moral of this country. Uh, I think our Current adults conscience. and politicians have become uh, <clears throat> uncompassionate and a little soulless. Uh, we need ah, to start caring geez. about human lives, and we need to uh, create public policy that reflects me. that. I think we are one of the most mm. compassionate generations that has ever walked this country Do with you? a strong set of our moral mm. values and a strong understanding of what is right and wrong. Huh? That's interesting because it is your generation killing your generation. Which creates a little problem there for the compassion, for the moral compass, for the moral conscience of our country. Hmm. They're the most compassionate. They're the most loving. They're the most this, the most that. And then somebody asked me, what's the best word? And I said, the best word. Well, that's easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. That's so... <sighs> everything's so upside down with this generation that... Uh, I don't even know where to begin on that. They believe everything's fine. Everything is okay. Everything goes. Because that's what they've been told. They've been told that absolutely every kind of love is appropriate. That absolutely every sort of action is perfectly fine. And so, yeah, from that standpoint, uh, do they do they know right and wrong? I, it's debatable. Hmm. It's debatable. I've said before that, you know, we're in the time of uh, that Isaiah foretold. Everything good is made to seem bad. Everything bad is made to seem good. It's completely upside down now. Uh, and then Stelter was talking to Essie Cup about interviewing the Park, Parkland kids like David Hogg. And it's interesting because listen to what Stelter admits to here. But when I was interviewing David Hogg uh, only 10 days after the massacre, mm -hmm. uh, there were a few times I wanted to jump in and, and say, let's, let's correct that fact. That's let's, so interesting. Let's make Let sure we're more. And at one of the did times you? I did, and okay. other times I did not. Okay, so a lot of times he did not correct them when they had things wrong. They had gun statistics wrong. They had the, the, the name of Dana Lash and what she does and who she is wrong. They've got a lot of things wrong, but he just let them go. And, you know, there's always that balance. Yes, How many it's a times very tricky thing interrupt? because this is wow. a victim on, on one hand who is entitled to his own emotional response. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, as news people, when we hear something demonstrably untrue, right. mm -hmm. you want to go in and so say, but When he called right. Dana Lash, the NRA CEO, interrupted and corrected that. But there are other times <laughs> when uh, I think all of us can agree, yes. uh, any of these students, uh, any of these parents, we want everybody to be as well-informed as we can yeah. about the, the contours of this debate. Mm -hmm. I think we have to recognize where David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez are coming from. There has been this increase in the lethality of mass shootings in recent years in this mm -hmm. country. It doesn't mean that it's okay to let them spew incorrect facts. If that was the right, allowing people to say things that were completely inaccurate and wrong, these guys wouldn't even be on the air. You wouldn't be on the air if you're from the right. You'd be drummed off the air. <clears throat> but we're supposed to just sit back and take it because these kids are young. No. Look, these kids are trying to take our freedom away. If they were just trying to secure their schools, if they were just pushing for better monitoring of their buildings, more protection inside the school, less access by outsiders, there wouldn't be an ounce of pushback. Not one ounce. <clears throat> but they're trying to eliminate the Second Amendment here. They're trying to fundamentally alter 
our God-given rights. The Second Amendment is the one that's specifically in place to enable American citizens to protect all the rest of our rights against oppression or, or invasion. It's not about sports. It isn't about hunting. It isn't about gun collecting. It's about protecting us against oppression and invasion. That's what it's about. Couple that with the incendiary rhetoric coming out of their mouths. The demonization of the NRA and its members and its leadership and its spokespeople. Republicans in general. Law-abiding American citizens who disagree with them. And the unbelievable arrogance with which they deliver this hateful message. It, it just makes their already faulty, uninformed babbling all the more difficult to stomach. Then there's the claims that because they went through a horrible tragedy, they instantly became experts on how to avoid similar tragedies in the future. I mean, that's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. If I'm on the Titanic when it sinks but survive, am I then qualified to attack the ocean liner industry and dictate to them how to secure their passengers from now on? No, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, but when kids who haven't lived a single second on their own, not one second on their own, they're still under the wing of their moms and their dads. They're not earning their own way. They're not paying taxes. They're not supporting a family. They're not even old enough to vote, even as they rant about voting people out of office. I'm sorry, I'm not going to sit around and say nothing as they attempt to set fire to the United States Constitution. Not going to do it. It doesn't mean we have to attack them, but I'm going to respond to what they're saying because what they're saying is not true. Finally, we're, we're supposed to believe that they and they alone have led this grassroots movement, organizing this nationwide rally, when in reality... We now know it was the anti-Second Amendment group, Every Town, which is Michael Bloomberg's group. Uh, it was the abortion child-killing mill, Planned Parenthood. It was extremist left-wing MoveOn.org and the Women's March that actually put it all together. And it was Hollywood funding it all. I mean, they're a political group now with highly charged rhetoric they jumped into the middle of this. You can't now say, oh, wait a minute. These innocent, wonderful little cherubs are off limits. Nope. Sorry. Doesn't work that way. They're smack in the middle of it with political rhetoric all the while claiming it has nothing to do with politics. <laughs> and, then, and then we're bad people because we're saying something about it? Uh, listen to what Don Lemon said about criticizing these students. Assault weapons. I mean, some of the kids that are getting the most attention are saying some pretty radical things. And I, and I understand, and, and, and it's difficult for law-abiding gun she, owners to should just stay not, That's what gun owners are saying. That is the extreme that you're going to. Those kids are not saying get rid of the Second Amendment. But Those kids are saying that there should be sensible gun laws, and that's how most Americans feel. But they're feel. not defining what those are, and this becomes very, they, you know, uh, they a want lot assault of what weapons ban, right. An assault weapons ban would not have prevented this.
So, I mean, assault weapons bans, had, were, we already saw that when they had an assault weapons ban, you didn't have, they, they, you didn't have the, a negligible we, amount of violence. Can you tell the kids to shut up? Sorry. Um, Steve hasn't no, you'll spoken tell them either. Shut up. I think they should. They, they have a right to do okay. this, but I also think that we, if you criticize that, some of what they're saying, then all of a sudden you're the bad guy. But you, if you, you are the bad guy. No, I don't, you I, are. I think you no, are. No, you're not. Gets up all no, unimaginable tragedy. I'm sorry. You let them are. vent, no. and you move yes, on. You're an no. adult. You let them vent, and you understand they, that you're an adult. True. Maybe nope. you do understand more than they do. Sorry, but you let them vent. Just as you let a gold star widow or a gold star father or a gold star mother vent, and you don't. to go by without. That is unbelievable. Pushing back Those kids are not going to change the Second Amendment. They're not no, lawmakers. They're, not, they're but- trying to. They're trying to. And they're getting people on board with them. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, that's agonizing. I'm sorry. You let them vent for how long? And we can't say anything about it. How long do we let them let them vent and let them try to alter our rights and we have to remain silent for how long? It's been two months now. Do Is it forever? You can never say anything about them? You can never say anything to these kids. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not how it works. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, coming up. Let me tell you about Riduzone. It, this is a product that a lot of people here in the building uh, are pretty much in love with. Obviously, diet and exercise are the best way to lose weight, but Riduzone really helps you lose that weight and then keep it off. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged new dietary supplement that uh, can really boost your metabolism and, and help you lose weight. It was launched by a company, by a local company, who has taken the good stuff in olive oil, and they created a patented product containing OEA. And that's been shown to boost your metabolism and reduce your appetite. Plus, it helps you burn fat. So with the proper nutrition and exercise, Riduzone can help you lose weight. And more importantly, keep it off. Uh, just like it's done for Sarah Gonzalez, who hosts the news and why it, why it matters. She lost 100 pounds. And that was, I think, like 10 years ago. But she still struggles with, with controlling her appetite. But she takes Riduzone. And that really helps a lot. And so she's not thinking about food all day long. Go to riduzone.com and order yours. If you use the promo code PAT, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's riduzone, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Easy for a guy like Don Lemon to say, no, just let him talk. Yeah, just let him. Just be quiet. Just let him talk. Well, sure. When you agree with their agenda, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, okay, we'll just sit back and let him talk. Hmm. Let's see if you do that with the uh, with the march coming up on, is it April 11th? April 11th. I'm sure Don Lemon will see if you do that then. Totally fine. Yeah, the, the march for actual life. <laughs> The March for Life um, that is uh, pro-life and anti-abortion. Let's see if you just let them talk. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you let know. him vent. Let him vent. You know? Let him vent. I mean, Just leave him alone. They can't vote. They're right. Don't worry about it. They can't change Roe v. Wade. <laughs> They're just kids. Right. Oh, man. It is agonizing. It's nauseating. 888 Uh Will Witt from PragerU went to the march last Saturday, and he asked protesters about guns and gun control. Uh, I don't think you'll be very surprised when you find <laughs> out none of them knew what they were talking about. What things exactly are you supporting? I hate guns. What does your sign say? My sign is the Second Amendment with a big red F on it. Dumb. No guns and impeach. What's an assault rifle? Um, a gun that can shoot. Should we ban guns? I think we should ban guns. Should we ban fully semi-automatic weapons? Yes. So we should ban fully semi-automatic weapons? Yeah. If I, if I should have a gun, nobody should have a gun. That's my How do we do that? How do we do that? That's, I mean, how do we do anything? You do it. So should we do something to stop the police? What should we do? Well, you can't stop the police. They're going to shoot the gun anyway. You do something wrong. If so you... if the police were bad, shouldn't we have guns to help protect ourselves? No. No, we shouldn't. Because if we have guns... Well, then the police are just going to kill us all. Well, maybe. But I don't think they're going to kill us all. They can't kill us all. Well, if we don't have guns, then they might be able to. Well, no. You're going to put this on the air? Police going to be looking for you. <laughs> Probably. Aren't automatic weapons already banned in this country? No. What's an automatic weapon that's not banned? I don't know a lot about guns. But <laughs> <laughs> you're protesting them. What the hell, Trump? <laughs> what the hell, you Republicans? It's time for you guys to get out of the way. They, all they want to do is teach. It is hard to make that decision, who do I shoot, my student or my student or... Cars kill more people than guns do. Hey, right now... Take away cars. Hey, you can go there, but women are killing more than guns right now. Because women are driving? Not only women are driving, women are women. (laughs) I I love them, though, but I'm not going to deny what is going on. So, yeah, that's the new assault rifle right there. A lady driving. Okay. Uh, wow. That took a weird turn. Uh, uh, hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Took a very strange turn there. Yeah, I will say that I'm a worse driver than my wife. That's for sure. No question. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm horrible. I believe that. Somehow I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 888-933-93. Um, speaking of guns and how you deter people who would be using guns to murder people. Uh, The latest on the Pulse nightclub, where 49 people were shot dead and dozens more were wounded in that bloody rampage on uh, June 12th, 2016. Omar Mateen's uh, intended target was actually Disney Springs, Uh, initially he hoped to strike Disney Springs, according to the government target of that terrorist attack was not initially the Pulse nightclub. The target was Disney. But what he did was he, uh, put his guns in a stroller and started walking around, uh, with the guns covered in the stroller, seeing armed police officers, Walking around at Disney Springs. 
guarding the place. And he thought the better of it. He decided, okay, this is not a soft enough target. Uh, And he started feeling uncomfortable with trying to pull this off at Disney Springs. Too much security. Huh. (laughs) What? You mean, so good guys with guns prevented a bad guy with a gun from using it? Interesting. Hmm. I thought the answer to guns wasn't more guns, but it seems like it pretty much is the answer. (sighs) So, uh, apparently they've found cell phone evidence from this guy who's now dead, fortunately. But he went to his cell phone and he started looking um, for other places around Disney Springs. He was near Epcot. And then he decided to uh, look for other downtown area nightclubs because by now it was 1220 at night or in the morning and uh, things were starting to thin out and he was afraid of the security at Disney Springs. So he looked, he started going, uh, looking around for a softer target. This is what they do. And apparently, um, he went to his phone and he found Eve Orlando, which is a nightclub that's that's not a gay nightclub, and uh, and he also found the Pulse nightclub, which is a gay nightclub. Initially, he decided on Eve nightclub, started heading there, and then somewhere along the way, for whatever reason, he changed his mind, turned around, and started going back to Pulse nightclub. And so uh, that's where he wound up. And apparently, he didn't know anything about uh, the gayness of the people inside. And that was what everybody was making such a big deal out of. Mm -hmm. If you remember correctly, it was, well, you know, it's not just because he was Muslim. It's because Americans hate uh, homosexuals so much. And that's that's what set this guy off. And so he went in and, and killed homosexuals. No, that's not the case at all. Uh, there's more on this, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Records show that um, his wife, who we initially suspected, and then they kind of discounted, and now it turns out she knew. She knew full well what he was intending to do. And so she helped him plan it. She didn't go with him. She didn't know which nightclub or what place he was going to end up at. But she knew about it. She knew he was going to commit mass murder that night. And she did nothing about it. Uh, So she's culpable as well. Not to the same extent, but she's definitely an accessory to this crime. And a lot of this is coming out now because, uh, you know, it was it was held back because of the of the trial. Her trial. Yeah, we would not hear any of this if not for that. Right. Because I, I, nobody wants you to know this. Nobody want you, wants you to know that a hardened target with security actually was spared because it was a hardened target with security. They don't want you to know that. 888 Let me tell you about Cosmo Hurts Kids. <clears throat> this is a mission started by Victoria Hurst, and I'm so glad it is really showing some effects. It's becoming successful. Walmart has just removed... Cosmo from their checkout lines. 
And that is awesome. Mm-hmm. They'll still sell it somewhere else, but at least your kids aren't going to see it as they walk through the checkout line. Um, so they're not going to be able to see the pornographic uh, articles in this that are trumpeted all over the cover of the magazine. Like, would you get a diamond pierced into your finger instead of an engagement ring? Ugh. Yeah, I, I would. 31 you know, lesbian positions you can get into with your partner. All of these are articles and wonderful things your kids can learn, which is why we'd like the material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmo so that it can't be sold to anybody under the age of 18. You agree with that? Then go to CosmoHurtsKids.com and take part in this in this movement. CosmoHurtsKids.com Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray. Uh, listen to how convoluted this was leading up to the sh- the uh, massacre at the Pulse nightclub a couple of years ago. First of all, the shooter went, the murderer went to uh, Disney Springs and he was going to shoot that up. He changed his mind when he saw the security there. So then he searched for other targets, one of which was Disney World. Didn't go there. Uh, maybe because it was getting so late at night. I don't know. But fortunately, he didn't go to Disney World. He instead uh, searched for downtown Orlando nightclubs. First of all, he wound up at Disney Springs at 10 o'clock. He searched for Disney Springs. He was very near Epcot at 1222 a.m. So he was there for a couple hours before he decided, okay, I'm not going to do it here because there's too many armed guards. From there, he searched for downtown Orlando nightclubs. And his search results showed Pulse and Eve Orlando, a nightclub and lounge on South Orange. Uh, he, he got directions to Eve, and he drove toward Interstate 4. He was near Eve at 12.55 a.m., but drove away six minutes later. He must have just been checking out the place. At 1.01 a.m., he searched again for downtown Orlando nightclubs, got directions to Pulse. He drove there and got there sometime between 112 and 116. Drove around the area of South Downtown until 133 and was the, in the immediate vicinity of Pulse when he searched for directions back to Eve. This is clearly not about killing homosexuals. Mm-hmm. No, nothing to do with that. Otherwise, he would have set out for Eve or Pulse and that's where he would have gone. Initially, he started driving toward downtown again, then turned around again. By 1.37, he was back at Pulse. 25 minutes later, he started shooting. So he just wanted to commit mass murder somewhere. Exactly. Didn't care where, apparently. Didn't care if it was homosexuals or heterosexuals. He just wanted to kill infidels. And he did. And his wife knew full well. Apparently, they were taking care of all kinds of uh, 
business trying to make her the beneficiary on a lot of different things before he died. So she knew full well what was going on. Really a, a sickening story and, and heartbreaking. But where is, where is that in the news? You would think that that would be everywhere. Hey, a hard target, hardened target with armed security. Stop this guy from killing people at Disney Springs. That's not a story. I, I kind of think it is. Kind of think it is. And he went elsewhere because he could do a lot more damage and he was safer there. At least for a longer period of time. Really amazing. Triple eight nine hundred uh thirty three ninety three. But we won't hear that story uh, on CNN because it doesn't fit their narrative. Their narrative right now is that guns are bad, guns kill people, people don't kill people. And, and until we can make people face the facts that it's messed up people who kill other people, we're not going to get a solution to this. Fascinating story about... Um, South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker... They were receiving an award in um, a liberal Hollywood gathering. And when they got up to receive their award, it's a Freedom Award from Norman Lear and his left-wing organization, People for the American Way Foundation. (laughs) So they're getting this great award uh, from a guy who's virtually communist (laughs) in a town that's virtually communist. (laughs) <laughs> and they stand up and first of all they asked Larry Elder to introduce them there. Larry Elder is the, you know, conservative talk show host. Talk show, yeah. Uh so Uh-oh. that's strange right there. Uh-huh. And then they get up and as they're receiving the award, their little speech includes, "Hey, by the way, we're Republicans." <laughs> <laughs> and then there's nervous laughter in the uh in the theater. And they said, no, seriously, we're Republicans. <laughs> I, I love this story. Uh, and apparently it just shocked this eh, basically communist gathering. Uh, the foundation whose opening website message calls on people to defeat Trump and the right right wing in 2018 describes itself as a progressive advocacy organization founded to fight right-wing extremism. Then they give an award to two guys who are apparently right-wingers. <laughs> that is I awesome. love it. What a good place to, to decide to make it known. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> These guys, I mean, I'm not big fans, uh, but wow, you got to give them credit for yeah. having giant giblets. And, and they are, you know, equally... Equal opportunity offenders. They are, yeah, they are. So, but that's that's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really funny. Of course, I would say it would take <clears throat> more guts, definitely for me, to to say, um, oh, I, by the way, I'm a Republican instead of just I'm a conservative. You know? Yeah. Because now you're that's you're, true. You're making conservatives like me go, hey, that's really cool. Oh, wait, you're re- mm. yeah Republican. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily <laughs> not, mean anything. I mean, we'll take Think, it. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> but it's just yeah. not quite as tasty as it could have been. Now, South Park, uh, Walker and Stone, or Parker and Stone, have, for years, ruthlessly mocked aspects of both the left and the right. Mm -hmm. 
And recently they've been they focused on uh, belittling aspects of political correctness and left wing campus culture like safe spaces and trigger warnings, which I love. Uh, they said <laughs> they said last year, hey, look, unlike a lot of these comedy shows, South Park, we're not going to tell a bunch of jokes about Donald Trump because that's gotten really boring. Yeah. Not only was it boring, I'm sure they don't want to they don't want to bash him. Um, and they've always described themselves, I guess, as libertarians. Uh, but they've claimed that what they really don't like are the excesses uh, of both political extremes. They said at one point, and this was clear back in 2004, what we're sick of, and it's getting even worse, is you either like Michael Moore or you want to effing go overseas and shoot Iraqis. Basically, if you think Michael Moore is full of S, <laughs> then you're a super Christian right wing whatever. And, and I don't think, you know, they might be, Republicans, but I don't think they're religious. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think they're probably atheists. Yeah, I don't. Let me, I'm going to find out. You I've never that thought of that. Of yeah. Find out here. We find just as many things to rip on on the left as we do the right. People on the far left and the far right are the same exact person to us. <laughs> Interesting. And then at this event, they claim to be Republicans. That had to shock and stun and chill to the bone. The Hollywood leftists gathered there. Uh, that's uh, that's fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Dave in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi. How you doing, Pat? Hey, good. Hey, I hear you talking about uh, some of the stuffs coming to light because of the wife's trial with the, the Pulse nightclub shooter. Yeah. And uh, I mean, make common sense that yeah, the guy's looking for a soft target because you know, mm-hmm. you know, make common sense less you know, resistance. Right. Well, I was hearing I saw on the internet um, after the Pulse nightclub shooting, uh, I think it was in Texas, I believe, um, that a, a gun store would give classes, free classes to gay people about weapons and defense of themselves. And I guess um, they had like they said it, it, the classes were packed. So, I mean, common sense, gun, you know, gun wow. laws are just common sense. People know that. I mean, just, you know, if somebody's got a bunch to shoot me and I have a gun, I can defend myself. If I don't, I'm just a target just waiting to die. People in Congress that are surrounded by armed guards, they know this. People that on the media that are in a building with armed security, they know this. But they come out and play this like, oh, you don't need a gun. And it's, just, it's so hypocritical. And I think the majority of people see right through it. And the gun debate is literally a loser for the left. I mean, I don't care. You can have this. You know, they can portray it anyone that all these all these kids. It's not all the kids. All these kids believe this. And when you have these people saying we need an, an assault weapons ban, and then you ask them what's an assault weapon, well, uh, they don't even know. It's they have a, no you idea. Wanna, you want to ban something, you don't even know what it is. Right. It's your best bet is like I like to do with my friends. We we will talk. I'll talk with some people now. Then I'll hear them, and I just start laughing at them. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. I don't be nice with them anymore. There's no sense in it. Being nice <laughs> is over. You just get cruel with them. Like you're you're an idiot. Seriously, you're an idiot, and you start laughing at them. And it's it it just. I mean, I know you're not supposed to, but it gets to the point you have to. Because you can't be serious with people that are just this clueless. But, you know, have a good day. Thank you very much. All right, you too. Uh, Tom in Vermont, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. I love your show. Thank you. Nice change of pace. You commented earlier about, I I don't know what the kid's first name is. The last name is Hag, Hog? Yeah, David Hog. Hog, okay. Mm -hmm. He only had SAT scores of 1,290, Pat. I mean, you could have a grade point average of 4.1. It depends, though, on the tract of courses that you take in high school. 
But with an SAT mm-hmm. score, a composite of 1290, that's poor. I mean, at a school like UCLA, they would probably want a minimum of at least 1500 or higher. So, you know, wow. all schools grade differently depending upon oh. you know, different tracks. Tracks mean you have kids who have lower, you know, lower capabilities. You have a track where the kids you know, take normal type of course, regular type of courses, and you have kids who take maybe advanced, you know, level classes. Yeah, and you get more credit for the advanced level, right? That's like correct. The AP right. classes. So, yeah. like with the AP classes. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've been, I was a high school teacher. I have had kids in my class with 4.0 grade point averages, but they were not as intellectually gifted as perhaps a kid who may be taking advanced or AP classes. But, when, um, by the way, this was reported by Fox News this morning, with a composite SAT score of only 1290, the kid wouldn't do well at UCLA. Yeah. Anyway, I love your show. Appreciate and it. I look forward to listening to you more. Thanks. Appreciate it, Tom. Uh, 888-900-3393. So, yeah, SAT, I forgot. SAT really figures into it uh, pretty heavily. Hmm. SAT and ACT, depending on Wait, it does? what college it is. Huh. Yeah. Okay, well, then I guess uh, the <clears throat> University of Nebraska was very kind to me by allowing me. And what was your did you what was your ace? It was SAT not. Score? It was not good. I, I took it, it was for not fun good. when I was in seventh grade. Okay, seventh grade took it for fun. Really for fun. Okay, wasted a Saturday. Yeah, um, didn't seem like a fun yeah, Saturday actually. It took what four years when you take it again as a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, score from seventh to eleventh grade went up uh, very little. <laughs> so. <laughs> But really? it got me into Nebraska. So yeah. Nebraska wasn't all that picky then, is what <laughs> nope. you're saying to us. Nope. Uh, so, okay, good. I think I think the fact that I was an out-of-state student mm-hmm. applying for school and going to the University of Nebraska is probably what got me in there. Because when you walk mm-hmm. around my, my floor on the first day I was there, all the sign is where everyone's from. Mm-hmm. I think I was the only one or maybe one of two guys out of about, I don't know, 40 on the floor that weren't from the state of Nebraska. So I think that's what got me in, actually. Sounds like it. <laughs> Sounds I like took it. it. It worked out. Yeah. I'm with Pat Gray and, Unleashed. Right, and here you are. And, <laughs> you know, what an honor. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. So you have the University of Nebraska Admissions Office to thank. <clears throat> uh-huh. To, to thank. thank. But that mm-hmm. doesn't sound sincere yeah. at all. Uh, let me tell you about a uh, an awesome health food product i have and you know i'm not exactly a health food nut but i'm pretty sold on uh field of greens from Brickhouse nutrition now this is the only way i get vegetables because um i just in fact my wife just made something or we were at a restaurant actually when when she made me uh she kept goading me into because I got a bunch of vegetables on my plate, and I never mm. eat them. They always just sit there. Sounds like a good place. Like, just try the broccoli. Just try the broccoli. No. Ugh. It's, come on, it's grilled. Just try the grilled <laughs> broccoli. It's got soy sauce on it. Try the grilled broccoli with soy sauce. So I did. How'd it work out? And I nearly vomited. Oh. It was nasty. Check, please. So <laughs> this is the only way. Again, I get vegetables. <laughs> and every scoop gives you a full serving of organic organic fruits and vegetables it's pre and probiotic it boosts your immunity has antioxidant power and it's not extracted from food it is real food so just take a scoop uh and put it in eight ounces of water or some other drink that you love 
It sweetens it, tastes great, it's really easy, and uh, you'll just feel better. You'll be healthier. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today and get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Yeah. Uh, Jason Wilson says with Hog and others now demanding sponsors drop Laura Ingram due to her tweet. Not only are they infringing on our Second Amendment rights, but also our First Amendment rights. You can say what you want, just as long as you agree with and support us. <laughs> yes. Jackal beer guy. Uh, if we have to let them vent, why are they ignoring Kyle Kashev? Oh, that's right. He doesn't push their agenda, so it's okay. Uh, Stephen Northcutt, it's not an assault rifle. Okay. You don't have an assault inanimate object. <laughs> OJ's wife and friend were stabbed to death with a knife. They were assaulted with a knife, not killed with an assault knife. Uh-huh. OJ and his good friend Charlie hypothetically knew this. Right. <laughs> Boy, that Charlie. Yeah. I, I'm that Charlie, man. Pro golfer in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that what he is? Well, I mean, the evidence clearly pointed to this individual, this pro golfer that we looked up on the program, if you recall. Oh, the yeah. hints we got from OJ were <laughs> that his friend Charlie did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, when OJ was uh, acquitted, uh, he went to the golf course to look for the real killer. Right. And who was a pro golfer? A guy named Charlie <laughs> that I found and posted long ago. I'll find him right, again. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Stultz says, Don Lemon is the poster child of interrupting any guest who offends his delicate, delicate sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's gotten really obnoxious. Yeah, really, really I, I obnoxious. had hope for him, you know? There was yeah. a time where... I know, there was hope for him. Oh, well. You know, kind of like Samantha B though, she was supposedly going to back off the rhetoric. And... Has she? I, don't, I haven't heard of her. Though. Oh, no. 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 That seems to be completely out the window now. I think they all... Yeah, the, everybody I, just dropped that. As soon as Trump got elected, they were like, mm-hmm. all right, nope, mm-hmm. nope. Dave in Massachusetts, you're on the blaze. Hey, Dave, we'll come back to you. you got to turn down your radio, otherwise it's too confusing. Alex in North Carolina, welcome to the blaze. Hi. Hi. Um, hey, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just wanted to call in and kind of make a comment on South Park and Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a fan of theirs for years. I definitely don't find it surprising that they made the announcement that they made. I hate that they waited as long as they did. Yeah. Um, but, Pat, you have got to at least watch PC Principal episodes. The- if you don't watch anything else, you got to watch the PC Principal. I mean, your sides will be in stitches. <laughs> no, I bet. You'll laugh so hard. I-, I believe it. It's the PC Principal episode? Yes. Okay. Uh, and it came out right after, you know, and, and that's something that I've always loved about them is that they just never miss the mark like you know yeah um things will come out in the news and that friday they have an episode exactly addressing it and definitely portraying the more conservative and republican side of everything it's pretty um my brother and i have 
yeah, both yeah. of them as being the most conservative show on Comedy Central. And it's amazing that they have maintained to be on air with them for as long as they have. So is it still as, as funny as it once was, would you say? Um, it's different than it once was. Hmm. Um, you know, whenever they first started, it wasn't as political. And there was definitely more coarse humor in the beginning. Um, but, you know, some classic episodes that come out of those early days. But yeah, um, these days they definitely, you know, have amped up their political game. And I mean, they, you know, they, they do both sides. They, you know, hit the right and the left. Um, but here lately, I have definitely noticed that they gravitate more towards, um, you know, kind of putting out the, the Republican point of view and, you know, definitely making fun of like the safe spaces and just kind of the entire behavior that is our generation. And it's great that we've, you know, I've been able to have something to watch that doesn't just make me sick. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Do they still kill Kenny every episode? (laughs) Um, kind of. Kind of. Uh, they kind of got. They put a little bit more backstory into Kenny. You actually find out that he's immortal. <laughs> really? So every time, every time he dies, he wakes up in his bed. Um. So huh. you know, they they put a little bit more development into Kenny. Um. So they don't kill him every time, but you know, of course, he he does still take the brunt of it. Um. But also, I mean, Eric Cartman is just a great, and they definitely use him to funnel that like you know conservative point of view and i know he can be crass about it but yeah i mean eric cartman is a republican hero all on his own right <laughs> that doesn't get recognized nice. <laughs> all right thanks alex appreciate it triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. it would get tiresome because that show's been on how long 15 um, the years? first episode talk about the university of nebraska i remember yeah. where i was the first time mm. i saw that i guess it was Maybe it was one of the first viral videos that was making the rounds before it was a TV show. Was that little short uh, little clip? Um, I think it had Jesus in it and Buddha. I, I forget all the ins and outs of it. But to show you my age, that would have been over 20 years ago. Wow. So it was about, wow. yeah, 90, 95, 96, 97 it, when that was making It would get old to continue to kill Kenny every single episode for 20 years. <laughs> I, I'd probably change that too. After a while. Yeah, it looks like it started in 97. Hmm, there you go. Is that possible? 21 years and old? And that's after wow. that video was making the rounds that it actually became wow. the show. Wow, so. that's amazing. Hmm. Uh, Nada, you're on the blaze. I just had a few comments okay. about this arrogant kid mm-hmm. that you have to look at every time you turn the TV on. Yep. I wonder how many times he's helped another kid at school that was being bullied mm-hmm. or if he was one of the people that were doing the bullying. I'd love to know that, too. And I've, I've wondered that, that a lot. the way he comes across to me. Yeah, because he's very, very <laughs> arrogant. And if they, you know, their little generation or whatever are the ones with the moral compass and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. Why are so many of them committing suicide? Right. Yeah. I, and so many of them, uh, thanks, Nita, almost every one of the murderers, almost every one of the mass murderers is of their generation. You know, it's not, for the most part, other than the Las Vegas sh- sh- murder, mass killing, um, it's almost exclusively these school kids are, you know, what, 
16, 15 to 25. Um, so, you know, that's part of their generation. That's part of the kids with the moral compass. Those are the ones who apparently are much more compassionate than the soulless adults are. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh. It's it's hard to listen to. Hey, it's tough to take. I got good news, Pat. Yeah, baseball season starts yeah, it's today. Opening day today. Mm-hmm. Forgot to wear my. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. What? Even though it won't be opening day anymore, I'm going to oh. wear my Astros oh. gear. Gear tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Triple eight. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and a Pat Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Really uh, great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. I love this story. Uh, Playboy is quitting Facebook over the data scandal. Uh, The move was announced late Tuesday by Playboy's chief creative officer, Cooper Hefner, Mm. who's the son, of course, of Hugh. Um, he complained that Facebook's, Facebook's content guidelines and corporate policies contradict Playboy's values. Say what now? <laughs> Say that one more time. I don't quite hear. Well, I mean, Keith, it's pretty obvious. Okay, what do you got? I think we all kind of felt this to begin with, that Facebook's content guidelines and corporate policies, well, of course they're going to contradict playboy's incredible values did you just say right yeah okay i okay and and that the platform in our opinion continues to be sexually repressive (laughs) (laughs) but playboy's values wait what are those i'd like to know what are those high high standards that you have at playboy (laughs) I know you've, you've got to have good-looking naked women, but, I mean, other than that, is there a standard? Learning of the recent meddling at a free U.S. election further demonstrates another concern we have of how they handle users' data, more than 25 million of which are Playboy fans, making it clear to us that we must leave the platform. Wow, that's... If you've violated Playboy's standards... <laughs> Uh, you got something to brag about. <laughs> That's embarrassing. It's hard to it's hard to imagine that people are that self unaware yeah. that they can say things like that. But it happens all the time. But Why? Because we live in an upside down society now. I, I think the other <clears throat> big Facebook related story this week is the fact that the guy admitted, "Yeah, so we are listening to you. Absolutely, you you, you got us there." And, but but mm-hmm. but it's not like we know what you're saying. We just know if you're in a crowd or if you're watching TV. Wait, you know all that, but you don't know specifically what I'm saying? Shut up. Well, it's ludicrous to say that because then they tailor the ads to fit what you're saying. So that it's not just a party atmosphere that they're listening for. 
it's it's not just corporate ambiance that they're listening for they're actually hearing what you're saying and then they tailor the ads around that right but i'm the freak who years ago we had this conversation with Stu and all the guys out there that that read through and i i admit i have stopped read through the terms and conditions enough to see what what do you mean i you're gonna you have the right i am accepting this app i'm i'm mm-hmm. accepting the right for you to activate my microphone to activate my camera what is that so for yeah. the longest time, there were apps that I refused to yeah. update, and eventually they just became useless. But uh, I, I always refused to update. And now, now I'm just I'm I'm just uh, a sheep. Yeah. Well, that's what happens because it's what happens. Convenience, man. It's fun, right? Listen to me. Whatever. They well, they broke us down with convenience. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, and the promise that hey, no, you're still going to be secure. We don't care what yeah. you're doing in your no. spare time. That's not what mm-hmm. we do. That's not what we do. We're, there will never be a time when we're listening to what you're saying. Well, we all knew that probably wasn't true, and it's mm-hmm. not. And But here we are because of convenience. We've all let it in. We, we've let it into our lives. So embarrassing what uh, all of these apps know about me now. They're like, wow, here's the one guy who uh, likes old Steve Winwood songs. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Wow. Phil Collins? Really? <laughs> Are you a Phil Collins fan? Oh yeah, man. That's yeah. when yeah. I started getting into music. It was because of Genesis mm. and Steve Winwood mm. and NXS. Yes. Well, NXS, I can, See I can relate to. They're good. Okay. They were good. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy the Bee Gees? Carpenters. Uh, that was before my time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice try. Yeah. Barry Manilow. Still nothing early. wrong with that. Air mm-hmm. Supply. Mm. Now we're mean you're any less of a man, Keith. Na- 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 now we got Pat's uh, guilty well, pleasures coming out. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Actually, I liked Lost in Love. Uh-huh. I did. That's about the extent of my air supply. Uh, you want to sing enjoyment? No, I don't. Why not? David Massachusetts is waiting, and so I can't sing. Oh, uh, you're on the blaze. Hi. Sorry. How you doing, Pat? Doing good. Yeah, I just want to tell you guys I love your show. Thank you. And uh, I was listening yesterday, and I heard the debate over the U two and Aerosmith. Yeah, and uh, I think you guys overlooked uh, the Rolling Stones for the four decades of hits. I don't think they've had four decades of hits. I Have think they? You guys should look it up. I'm going to now. I'm yeah. you've thrown down the gauntlet, yeah. and I'm going to pick it up, Dave. I'm going to pick it up because okay, do you, it. obviously they got the '60s. Mm-hmm. They obviously they have the, the '70s. They do. Uh, maybe the '80s, but certainly not the '90s. Hmm? Oh, come on now! They Surely had a, they had not. Their last Come on now. Give it a chance. It's got to be top 40. Let's see. Rolling uh, Stone. Well, I, I, I did kind of change the parameters there. I went top 50. Okay. All right. So you cheated. I, That's I just did, embarrassing well. for you, Dave. That's just embarrassing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, You're not trying. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Here's a, here's a trivia question for you, Dave, because <clears throat> I just found an article that I guess yesterday in the heat of the discussion I could not find. But, of course, today I did. And here's a headline. Um, Thanks to Kendrick. That's a, a song that you two did with him. Uh, become the fourth act with a top 40 hit in each of the last four decades. Last four decades, okay? So the Rolling Stones aren't going to count in that respect. So no, this, goes, this is that. the 80s, 90s, odds, and teens, okay? Mm-hmm. So you two gentlemen, mm-hmm. which four artists in the last four decades so, have right, a top 40 hit? That includes this decade. Yes. And the... Ots, if we want to call it that, and the '90s and I'm the gonna, '80s. I, I'm gonna go one. I'm gonna say Metallica did it. No, Mm-mm. you got U2 no. as one, so we're missing three, and it's not Metallica. 
Mm, Partridge Family. Mm. Are they one of them? Partridge Family. Oh, so close. DeBarge. Nope. And uh, uh, the Jets. Oh, you had it till you said the Jets. <laughs> it's the one you got wrong. No. <laughs> you guys ready? It's uh, it's um, Madonna. Oh, ick. Right. Oh, Madonna's on. had a hit in this decade? I guess. Wow. Not uh, in my headset. Wow. Um, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, stop what? it. I'm just... Stop it. I'm reading an article. Now you're into stew territory. Now wait, now wait. <laughs> All right. The fourth and final. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Michael Jackson. What do you think of that, Michael? Michael Jackson? He had a hit after he died? Uh, let's see. In the teens, let's see. In 20, he died in 2009, yeah. but yeah, yeah. But his 39th total solo top 40 hit came out in 2014 with his virtual duet with Justin Timberlake. Love oh. never felt so good. So it was one of those I little cheated. Nat King Cole deals. Cheated. That, that doesn't count. Doesn't You're right, count. Dave. That does not count. Okay. That's that that's not nonsense. So that's you, a Jun- Justin Timberlake hit. And it's you too, Madonna <laughs> and Weird Al. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Sorry, uh, I'm going to look up the Rolling Stones, but I yeah. don't think they've had a hit uh, in the 90s. I That would be surprising to me if they do. Because I was in radio in, in the 90s, music radio. Um, until the late 90s. And so I don't remember them ever having a hit in that mm. decade. But, I, you know, it's possible. Just not likely. 888 900 uh, Nancy in Michigan, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How's it going? Good. Listen, I was mm-hmm. wondering what your opinion would be about the parents that allowed those children to be exploited on television during that march. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, I, you know, but I think, I think their parents have indoctrinated them their whole lives, which, you know, you you do that with your kids, but I think they're probably almost certainly super left wing parents who are proud of what they're doing and are proud to see them on TV every day would be my guess. Um, Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. You know, Mr. Dave Hogg, if that was my child, he would be grounded. (laughs) I, I'm one of those old parents. He would be grounded, and if he didn't like it, I think I would consider packing his bags. Yeah, did you see that F-word-laced interview he did in his uh, parents' dining room? That was yep. That was unbelievable. That, that was just disgusting. You know, I had an opportunity to talk to my 13-year-old granddaughter yesterday, and I asked her if she watched the march. And she said, yeah, for about five minutes till I figured out it was gun control and I turned it off. Good for her. I know. Nice. Being I know. raised right. Uh, I know. She's a yeah, nice little girl. She got her uh, she got her AR-15 at the age of 12. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. She has Good an time. assault rifle? <laughs> no. Not you know, according to her. There's one use for that, and that's to kill. Uh, are you not aware of that? Uh, no, according to her, it's for fun. That's, That's great. That's great. Good Thanks. Times. Thanks, Nancy. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Armand in California. Welcome to the hey, Pat, how are you? Hey, good. Um, real quick, uh the last hour you're talking about Matt Stone and Trey Parker from South Park. Yeah. And uh, you know, that that shows it's fantastic. I know that it, there's a lot of profanity, some uh adult content that you may not agree with, mm-hmm. and that's fine, but uh Cartman really is like a, uh, a right-wing dream. If it's kind of funny. Uh, but so there's this documentary. It's called Six Days to Air, the number six. It's about Matt Zona, Trey Parker, and how they're able to do 
uh, an episode so quickly. The documentary, it's, you know, like an hour, hour and a half or something, but they basically do an entire episode in six days and they drop it off to Comedy Central wow. like 30 minutes before airtime. <laughs> that... They're like rushing over with the DVD. That's it's incredible. really, really interesting how they used to, back in the day, everything was paper cutouts and they would do the stop motion, yeah. uh, stop motion uh, 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 photography. And then now everything's all digital to where they can just sort of overlay stuff and do the tracking, the sounds really quick. It's fantastic to watch, to see how, how quickly these guys can do it and how funny they are. The storyboards that they come up with, it's, it's fantastic. It's, is if that, you're interested in the show at all. Is it on Netflix? It used to be on Netflix. It might have even been on HBO a while ago. I actually, before I called, I was looking to see where I could find it. And there's a few links, but I didn't, I didn't start clicking, but I didn't yeah. see it on Netflix. But I, I think I'd like to see Amazon. it because that, that would be fascinating to see them do but that in six days. Arm- That's unheard of. Armand. It's incredible. And, yes. Quick question. I don't know mm. if this came up in the documentary, but you said they dropped it off 30 minutes before air. Is that so that they don't have to worry about censors seeing it ahead of time? Or what, what do we got there? No, because they're, it just takes them that long to do it. Episodes, yeah. They're finishing up the episode. Well, because I, I, you know, I don't want to give away the documentary, but sure. something happens and they have to restart. Mm. So it's. They literally do two episodes in six days. Wow. You know, wow! So it's uh, it's really really interesting. Wow. And if you're if you if you're interested, maybe give it a watch. Yeah, I am interested. Thanks, Marmon. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, it's no secret that our veterans are virtually forgotten by the government that they served, protected, kept our freedoms uh, available to us, but. Uh, We all know we can't count on the VA to take care of these guys. That's where we come in. And there are tens of thousands of veteran organizations. 72,000, to be more precise. How many of them do you think take care of funeral costs for uh, vets who've committed suicide? Zero is the answer. Uh, Troy and his dog take furniture is the only one. The only one. Average funeral cost, about $7,000 for these guys. The VA says here, uh, $300. Knock yourself out. $300. Bucks. I mean, you, I, I don't think you could even cremate them for that. You certainly couldn't have a ceremony for them. So, Troy, uh, who is a veteran and who lost uh, his best friend and his battle buddy, and he came back and he, he was broken like so many of them are. And Troy's going to be here tomorrow with us yeah so it'll be great um but his his friend committed suicide they had no money his his family uh, couldn't bury him and so troy looked around and thought well what can i do to help them raise money because he tried to go door to door and people would say well what do you have in return if i give you money what are you going to give me sad but that's what it came to so he turned some scrap lumber into great looking american flags like you see right here just they're absolutely beautiful i think i i love them so it's art with a great purpose. It's a patriotic purpose. It's a compassionate purpose. And it's a purpose that you know helps us give back to the guys who have given the ultimate sacrifice. So you can help support veterans and their families by visiting dogtagfurniture.com. All kinds of great things on the website. And all the sales benefit those who have served. You can help make a real difference today. Now, Troy gets nothing out of this except the knowledge that he's helping other vets. So go to dogtagfurniture.com. That's dogtagfurniture.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Rolling Stones. Uh, one of our callers just a few minutes ago said Rolling Stones were a four-decade mm-hmm. uh, band. Hits in four different decades. Totally inaccurate information. That's yeah, actually five. <laughs> five decades Jeez. of top 40 hits, Rolling Stones. Unbelievable. Their, their first hit peaked at number 21. It was uh, Come On. But we've granted all the way to the 40, right? That, so if yeah, you made top a top, if, mm-hmm. if you had a top 40 hit, we'll count it. Yep. Um, so all through the 60s, obviously, huge. Number one after number one. Um, top five hits, a lot of them. Um, so then you get into the 70s where they start to cool off a little bit because obviously music changes and taste changes but they still have had a great decade into the 80s they got emotional rescue in 1980 went all the way to number nine it was a top 10 hit start me up Hmm. number seven in 81 so the 80s continue uh harlem shuffle was clear in 86 wow and that reached number 13 then in 1990 almost here you saw it was number 31 so they're into the 90s uh, Love is Strong was number 14. God, they had several top 40 hits in the 90s. That blows me away. Hmm. Out of control. So, okay, so then you get to the 2000s. Don't Stop was number 36. So right there, they're into the 2000s. Sympathy for the Devil must have been a re-release. I missed that completely. Went to number 14 somewhere. Hmm. We're going to count that, huh? I... Not really. We don't have to, though. I don't like that, because you still have rain yeah. fall down at number 33. Yeah. And then the rest weren't in the top 40, but still, I, that's impressive. Very much so. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, 888 How did you just retweet my tweet <clears throat> about the Rolling I told Stones? You, I am... Um, five decades of top 40 hits. I'm a multitasker. How do you do that yeah. while you're speaking to the audience? Right? You're tweeting them and right? speaking to them at the same time. Unbelievable. Thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I get plenty of rest, exercise, and take Geritol twice a day. Oh, it's also the uh, yeah. field of greens. And the, and the field of greens. Doing that. Exactly right. Brickhouse. Alan in Oklahoma, welcome to the blaze. Uh, yeah, uh, you were talking about Facebook listening to you. Yeah. I actually had something happen to me that just freaked my mind out. Uh, okay. I'm disabled, and so I get around on uh, usually in a power chair, but for just a few paces, I use crutches. Well, I noticed that one of my crutches was, the handle was cracked. So I asked my son to help me from my power chair to my uh, my recliner. I was going to play around on the laptop. Mm-hmm. And so he helped me, and I mentioned to him that I needed to order a new pair of crutches off of Amazon. So first thing I did, I flipped open my laptop, opened up Facebook. The very first sidebar ad was for the exact brand and model of crutches that I buy. <laughs> That is absolutely creepy. That is amazing. And so that was, what was the length of time between when you spoke to your son about it and then you opened up Facebook and there was the ad? Between three and five minutes. Good heavens. And I haven't ordered those, I hadn't ordered those crutches in over three years and I hadn't seen a sidebar ad for them in at least two years. Wow, is that amazing. Jeez. And I realized I had my phone in my pocket. Yeah. So. So obviously, I mean, you're pretty sure they're listening in. Yeah, whether the iPhone is an Android phone, so I don't know if there's any correlation between with the different types of types of phone. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Appreciate it. Thanks, Alan. That's chilling, because most people will say though, 
Well, yeah, I don't care. Let them listen. They're not going to lead a boring life. They're not going to hear anything in it's interesting. Hmm. The problem is you don't know what is interesting to them and what isn't. If things ever go south, well, like they haven't already, but if they go more south than they already are, are you saying that they could never determine that something you think is totally innocent isn't totally innocent? Because it's not you and you and and uh, me who, or you and I, who are going to make that determination. It's going to be the government that makes that determination whether what you're saying is wrong or not. We forget that little aspect of it. It's a critically important aspect. Uh, so we shouldn't be just taking this laying down. Scott in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hey there. Hey, hey there. How you doing, man? Good. Hey, what <clears throat> what you just said actually plays pretty well with what I wanted to say. It's uh, pretty easy to see that David Hogg is angling to be a politician one of these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he actually could be the poster boy for the Second Amendment because all we need to do is consider an America with David Hogg as president <laughs> and an unarmed citizenry. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, there's a chilling thought. Another yeah, chilling when, thought. When, been when he's deciding, when he's deciding whether what we say or not, and he, he's actually, he's actually already doing that. Yeah, he is. That he's yeah. he's he's censoring our speech and would like to take a gun, away our guns. And I can only imagine if he were successful that he would certainly be the guy to run for president someday. I yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Scott. Fortunately, he's 17 now. He's got 18 years before he can actually run for president. 18 years for us oh. to prepare for David Hogg nah, and nah. his run at presidency. No, nah, no, no. 18 years from now? <clears throat> well, we won't be around. There won't even be a vestige yeah. of the Constitution left Seriously, for us to if, worry about a president. And that's why we have to stand up now to all of this. Because if we don't do something to save it, it won't be saved. You know, we always think, well, I mean, that can't happen in America. <laughs> Not if we're uh, informed. Not if we pay attention. Not if we are willing to act. Then it can't happen. But if we're complacent, oh, you bet it can happen. This could be not America very, very quickly. And how many times have we said this isn't America Mm -hmm. already? Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, Pat was out the other day when Jeffy was here, and I got some flack uh, for my balloon analogy for uh, kids these days. Um, I believe that uh, Pat has just passed me as far as the uh, depressing future thoughts. So, what was thank your, you. What was your balloon? Ah, just you can hear the podcast later. Oh, okay. I mean, you don't need to know about it right now. Right. <clears throat> uh, okay. <laughs> I'll go check out the podcast. By the way, you can check out the podcast. Where? It's available on iTunes. Okay. Stitcher. Okay. SoundCloud. Uh-huh. It's everywhere. It's like Chicken Man. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Check it out. Tell your friends about it. Tell your neighbors about it. If you love the show, mm-hmm. spread it. That's Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Even if you don't love the show, spread it. We don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it spreads like a disease. Oh. If you know, if you do like it, it spreads like I don't know, something good that spreads. Like cream cheese on a bagel, <laughs> maybe. Is or peanut butter. Or peanut butter. With jelly. Jelly. Uh-huh. And bread. Delicious. Del- Delicious, yes. Delicious. Triple eight nine hundred uh thirty-three ninety-three. Um I'll give you some good news. Here is Nikki Haley. Our UN ambassador, ambassador to the UN, speaking to them again, as she has so often lately, really rebuking the UN and telling them where we stand with them. And it's not like, okay, we're not just going along with all you morons anymore. Uh, Here she is. The United States 
has long been the largest financial contributor to UN peacekeeping by far. That will not change. But peacekeeping is a shared responsibility. With shared responsibility mm -hmm. comes shared burdens mm -hmm. and shared costs. Mm -hmm. One country should not shoulder more than one quarter of the UN peacekeeping budget. Thank you. And we look forward to a more equitable distribution of the budget among member states. Hmm. Moving forward, the United States will not pay more than 25% of the peacekeeping budget. Why would we pay this even that much? This is a cap much? required by U.S. law. Huh. We pledge to work with member states and the organization to ensure we make this adjustment in a fair and sensible manner that protects U.N. peacekeeping. Why, why would we agree to pay a quarter of the budget even? A quarter, 25% comes from us. In fact, right now it's more than that. And she's saying we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, right now it's 28.5%. So dropping to 25%, not good enough. But no. thanks. I mean, it's a it start. It should drop to zero. Mm -hmm. We should get out of the UN and kick their butts off our continent. Get out. Get out. Get out. We've had enough of your nonsense. But at least we're taking strong stands with them now. At least we're starting to pull back a little bit from the madness. 888 900 and uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy coming up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Uh, time to chew the fat with Jeffy. <laughs> uh, microphone, please. Get one of those going in there. Well, we do know now. That uh, sometime uh, between uh, mid-afternoon Saturday, the 31st, and mid-afternoon Sunday, the 1st, is quite possibly the time when uh, satellite will crash into Earth. Oh, 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 it's coming getting, this weekend. We're getting, uh, Saturday? We're getting updated one to every one to two days now. Okay. Uh, but this Saturday. latest update is current estimated re-entry window. Runs Saturday. from uh, midday Saturday to early afternoon on Sunday. Oh wait! Screw up our whole weekend. I know. Wait, before the Masters, I don't. I can't. <laughs> After the Masters, please. And then the highest probability map goes up here, so you can see it cutting across, uh, cutting across the globe with the probability along the oh, top. I got to see this highest. map. Hold on, the Blaze uh, TV. So good luck. God bless. Put the map up here. For it's very possible where the satellite's going to crash All into I the see world. So far as your there we fat go. Face. <laughs> there it is. Okay, good. So wait, what are we looking wait, at here, Jeffy? Well, you see my face. Right? Yeah. Okay, so, good. Mm -hmm. so the green area is where we're all going to die. Yeah, okay. highest probability. Okay, good. Well, then see you later. So it probably won't land in Greenland. Uh, probably. It's, it's, oh, that's where I wanted to go anyway, because that was the only not. country that didn't have a, a, a gun that. march. 
Probably yeah. So not. that works out nice. But where the X marks the spot on uh, Dallas, Texas is still available. Now, I so. think you're right on that, man. I, I've seen your <laughs> tweets on that. It's like twice now. A little scary. Uh-huh. A little scary with the X's. <laughs> and who knows? They really don't know. They're, gonna, they're updating every couple of days now. How much do they think uh, so. is going to survive reentry? Do they think yeah, huge they, chunks it, will? They or? do not know, but they're they're guessing mm-hmm. that uh, obviously it's all a you know it's a school it's bus a, size a, right now. It's a guess, mm-hmm. but uh, they're saying that uh, you know it's highly probable that large chunks large will chunk fall. will fall. We'll make it through. Yeah. Mm. All right, and uh, it's got. You know, it's supposed to have some poison stuff on it. And here's the thing. For us, There's uh, kind of nowhere to hide because you don't know where it's coming right. down. So I don't know whether to leave or whether to stay. And if I go right. there, was it going to hit me th- at the new There place? or here? Or if I stay here, will it hit I me know. here? We don't have basements and in we've all done. We've all been through that where we've seen, uh, you know, during uh, hurricane coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, my years of hurricane coverage in Florida, they made everybody move from the, the West Coast into Orlando. And the storm turned and hit everybody in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, good luck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if maybe it just I know, hope it goes burns in the ocean. Up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It yeah. just kind of burns up and maybe lights up the sky or something. It'd be nice. Obviously, no, that would be. Fun. I don't, yeah, I mean, we don't want anybody. To, <laughs> I don't want anybody to get killed by this stupid well, thing flying not. through. Right. I mean, my gosh. Now, if, hopefully, maybe it lands in you know the desert or you know some woods. Maybe a tree dies. Whoa. I'm okay oh, with the tree die. No, you we can't don't be wishing I'm for okay that, Jeffy. Oh, my goodness. Wow, you're a hateful what? person. Totally hateful. I mean, I'm just... I mean, filled with you're it. You're a terrible person. Why do you even exist? So a little... <laughs> wishing for the death of trees. If you think you're the first person that's asked that question, <laughs> you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> the uh, This is a little helpful hint for you. Now, uh, police are uh, uh, kind of confused uh, in St. Louis, Missouri. There's some sort of myth that started uh, making the rounds on social media that if you dial 911 and uh, order pepperoni pizza... Mm-hmm. Uh, that means help. We're in trouble. Uh, police are saying um, while dispatchers, uh, you know, are trained to think outside the box and listen to what the caller may be trying to say, um, no. Hmm. Uh, ordering a pepperoni pizza uh, by calling nine one one does not mean help. Send <laughs> help. But <laughs> so that's just you know the helpful hint from me. Okay, thank you. You know, I'm just trying to let you know. Thank oh. you. So you don't get yourself, uh, you know, you don't call nine one one, and then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> order pepperoni. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> when you when you call nine one one, they have to send someone anyway. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I've had police just show up at the house before, and I know that comes as a you know stunning I, revelation. Look, I know. Yeah. But, you know, you dial 911 by accident, the kid playing with the phone dials 911, pretty soon the cops are there, and they want to make sure everything's okay. Mm. But they don't go away till everything's okay. So, I mean, I guess that if you were to call 911 and say, pepperoni pizza, please, that still would mean that police officers are going to come. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Probably. And they're not going to be happy about it <laughs> right. when they find out you just wanted a pizza. That's <laughs> not, not going to work out for they'll you. They'll be very happy about it. Uh, we talked about uh, the big Roseanne uh, debut uh, the other night. And, uh, of course, the big news today is Donald Trump called her, mm-hmm. said, hey, you're 18.4 million viewers. Love it. And, of course, you know, he cares about it because she every, likes him. the world is is revolving around Donald Trump on the show. Yep. But the show itself, you know, I was thinking about it. The show itself really isn't that conservative. Uh, the entirety of the show is pretty liberal mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of Roseanne being a Trumper. Mm-hmm. Everything else around it 
yeah. is not. So it kind of does represent Donald Trump. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really represent conservatism or conservative values or right. that kind of thing. So I guess it doesn't surprise me that so, Donald's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Very to hear you noodle possible. that out. That was good. <laughs> we, were, we were in your brain for a while. It was a little scary, but we got out. That's good. <laughs> uh, a little, little pulp update. Oh. A little pulp update. Oh, what kind you of know, Marxist you know, rhetoric are we talking uh, about, about now? What? Hmm? No, this is just Pope Francis we're talking about. Oh, that's, that's what I thought you were talking about. Uh, we did an interview with his longtime atheist friend, uh, Eugenio uh, Scalfari. Okay. Uh, the Pope said, hey. Hell does not exist, and uh, the contempt, condemned souls just disappear. Wait, what? Uh, so oh. the uh, Pope uh, said hell doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't. Souls just oh. disappear. Uh, now that kind of goes against the what teachings of the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this the, guy the Catholic? Or... Hold on, hold on, Did... hold on. Can you just? I will give it right back. Can I just see this for a second? What's the headline? I mean, what, what source? What, what's there the is source? no hell. And no, what's the source? Is there this is the no Onion, hell. or is this is an actual? My goodness, this word is absolutely out of its I, mind. I just would like to know, is the Pope Catholic? That's not a rhetorical, funny question <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore, it's Is not. the Pope Catholic? The response could be no. It He's absolutely not. could be no. He's not. I, I don't know what he is, but that's <laughs> bizarre. Wow. Now, now, last Sunday, he wow. urged you know all the young people to keep shouting and not allow the older generations to silence their voices or yeah, anesthetize their idealism, mm-hmm. uh, speaking to the... Uh, Mm-hmm. The children of uh, mm-hmm. March for Your Life, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was big on that. Yep. Uh, last Sunday, Palm Sunday, of course, we have Easter coming up. So, boy, looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good time uh, to make that message as well. By the way, Pope. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, good, great time to make the message of of no hell. Well, uh, yeah, your soul just disappears. No, and I was talking about the March for Life thing too. I mean, you know. You think there might be something in relation to uh, Palm Sunday you might want to discuss. But. Well, it's a message of peace. It's sure. a message of peace to get rid of Thank all the you. guns. It's a message of well, peace. Well, he's been a proponent of, of, uh, of the anti-guns for a while himself. Mm-hmm. Actually, well, you have right? to remember, the guy is not I mean, he's... an American. He doesn't, he doesn't have like the sensibilities of the freedom that we enjoy here. He looks at things through the lens of the socialism I think he grew up with in South America. That's that's what he yeah. looks at the world. And, he, and even and in this so, story, it says he talks about uh, he's often condemned weapons manufacturing. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Yep. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for wait, you. wait, hold on. But at least for weapons manufacturers, there's no hell, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, right. Right? <laughs> Your soul just disappears. Yeah. Your soul just disappears. Now, uh, you talked about the onion. Mm-hmm. I've had this story in the stack for a while. I just been me haven't gotten to it enough. Elon Musk uh, was reported, you know, wanted to buy the onion a while ago and never did. So, uh, you know what, Elon? When, you, when Elon Musk wants to buy something, and then he doesn't get it, he gets a little bummed, and he says, "Hey, what should I do?" Oh, I know. Um, I guess I'll hire the people from the onion and I'll start my own website. Uh, so they're working on a secret project now, financially backed by Musk. Uh, huh. That uh, they took, uh, they took the former Onion editor and the executive editor, and they're working in Los Angeles on a project that they're not talking about at all. When Musk was asked about it, he was like, well, "I have a lot of interest in comedy." That was it. So he's hmm. starting his own little Onion site. One of the things that I found fascinating from the story uh, is that did you know that the Onion is owned by Univision? Hmm. What? 
Uh, sister sites, AV Club really? and Clickhole, all hmm. purchased by Univision in 2016. Wow. Amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. That just caught me by, uh, a little bit by surprise. Um, and where are we going? We got Google News. Google's taking on fake news. You know, you talked a little bit about, uh, 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 you talked a little bit about, uh, Vatican rebukes journalist who quoted Pope as denying hell. Oh, okay. Oh. So the, but, but, so this is the White House rebuking what Donald Trump says. No, I, I, I was kind of going there with you too, but, uh, they're rebuking the reporter saying that are he they, got it wrong. Are, are they saying he got it wrong or that he reported it? And that's why they're pissed. Right. Now, were you just not right. supposed to report it or did you report it incorrectly? So they are saying they did not properly reflect what the Pope said. Okay. okay. I wonder if he has a request. Well, you would think that the Pope didn't say that, wouldn't you? Uh, right. Because that seems to go against Catholic doctrine. A little bit. I mean, I'm pretty sure the church has taught, um, I don't know, that there is hell uh, for a few thousand years. Um, according to the article mm-hmm. in La Republican, he quoted the Pope as saying, they are not punished. Those who repent, right. obtain they- God's forgiveness, and take their place among the ranks of those who contemplate him. But those who do not repent and cannot be forgiven disappear. disappear. A hell doesn't exist. The disappearance of sinning souls exists. Yeah, they didn't. Okay. They didn't clarify what he said. They no, just, just said that's what you saying, yeah, And so then the only huh. the only rebuttal here from the from the Vatican is that's uh, not what the church teaches. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. It's not, they didn't say that's not what the Pope said. They said that's <laughs> not what the church teaches. That is really weird. They said that uh, you know he said it. You know, the teaching of the Catholic Church affirms the existence of hell and its eternity. It speaks of eternal fire and adds the chief punishment of hell is eternal separation from God. But again, didn't say this is what the Pope really said. Mm-hmm. They said this is what the Catholic Church teaches. Yeah, and you know he did. No, I don't, I don't I, know. I wasn't there. But <laughs> no, I, you know I mean, he you know he did. said For... some strange things. Jeffy, we're just going to have to so, go with know. you on this one because um, siding with you or the Pope... Still dicey, even though we do know things about this pope. But continue. I'm just, I, look, I ran for pope before. I know how difficult the job is. <laughs> uh, I ran for pope uh, two popes ago. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, you do not have to be a Catholic to be a pope. Yeah. Did well, you that's, make the, uh, that's a little? You know, a lot of people don't know that. Did you make the first mm-hmm. cut? And uh, I ran for pope uh, throughout the entire process. And when the smoke went up, it wasn't for me. And wow. I was a little disappointed. Were you stunned? <laughs> I was a little disappointed. I was disappointed. I mean, I had my. I was going to be pope. Fatimus Obesius the first. <laughs> I, I, like I like that. I can't that remember actually if it was going to be Fatimus Obesius or Obesius Fatimus the first, but oh, one of those. I like one both of those. Pretty catchy. Both, yeah. both, both right. of them work. Can't either. go wrong either way. <laughs> I wanted to be Pope bad. The secret to happiness, Pat. Uh huh. Do you know what it is? The um, secret to happiness. A warm gun. Use the internet. Mm. To right. quote the Beatles. Yeah. Right? Good job. According to this article, the secret to happiness is use the internet every day. Hmm. Uh, scientists hmm. claim that boosts hmm. your mood by improving your social life and saving you time. Regular internet use keeps people happier for longer as they age. Although a lull in happiness is inevitable. Using the internet speeds up recovery. Yeah. This is because it helps people save time, connect mm. to friends and family faster, and provides access to more information to make better decisions. Spoken like a guy who runs a lot of websites. Forget. Forget talking, taking that digital detox. Boost your mind. Get online. 
great. Watch your mind. That's Get online. online. That's my new. That's my new. That's my new. Oh, logo, that, that's logo. a bumper like sticker. That. You've actually got one. Uh, Boost yeah. your mind. Get mm-hmm. online. <laughs> Takes up the entire passenger side of my car. Sure does. But it makes the point. Boost though. your time. Boost, Get online. Boost your mind. Get online. Mind. Oh yeah, mind. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I have both. I, mean, I have boost your mind and boost your time. I mean, get online. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, Netflix. We all love Netflix, right? I mean, we're big mm-hmm. fans of Netflix. Now they're, you know what? Now we, we heard yesterday that, uh, you know, big news. Uh, Susan Rice going to be on the board of directors. Oh, uh, we're happy about that. Congratulations. Couldn't be because of Obama starting his show on the, get, on the network mm-hmm. with Barack and the wife on that. But uh, I'm sure it was just because she was worth the, the job but now they're being called out uh because uh, they have too many uh too many smoking scenes in its shows <laughs> too many smoking netflix is the largest target to come under fire by the anti-smoking group over its excessive use of smoking scenes in its shows now a lot of their shows uh let's use uh you know uh, stranger things uh, took place back in a time when it was a little there's a lot more smoking a lot more smoking going on mm-hmm. but uh they identified the most popular shows amongst viewers age 15 to 24, targeting seven Netflix, seven Netflix shows and seven broadcast and cable shows from the 2015-2016 season. Results showed that Netflix had 319 smoking incidents, meaning any now their incidents though, meaning any implied use of a tobacco product. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean they were smoking. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the least of Netflix shows problems. (laughs) I mean, everything they produce is TVMA, which is Mm. a hard R sometimes. Mm. And, you know, I mean, if you're trying to set an example for kids, you know, maybe smoking is not the biggest issue on Netflix. (laughs) I don't know. What would it be? Uh, Other things? It's Other like things? it's like you have a broken toe and a gunshot wound in your <laughs> yeah. head, and you're like, "Oh, my toe! Which one should I get fixed me? first? Ah, this toe." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both hurt, but right. you know, one's a little more pressing need. Yeah, urgent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I know that uh, Netflix uh, Netflix uh, responded uh, while streaming entertainment is more popular than ever. Uh, we're glad that smoking is not. Uh, so okay. they're they're good with that. Mm-hmm. That was their Netflix spokesman. So okay. well, not the spokesman was not Susan Rice, by the way. It was someone else. Uh, Instagram, your word counts. If you stand up and say, "Hey," hmm. your voice, your words, they count. Even the Pope told you that. Instagram making another change. Now we've all heard, we've all upset about the Facebook algorithms tracking you and tailing you. And there's plenty of websites that do it. And we've all clicked yes to the apps on our phone that let them follow us wherever we go. But Instagram, people were all wound up uh, when they uh, put a new algorithm out there. And now people are saying, mm, Instagram's going, eh, you know what, uh, we're going to go back to the way it was. Uh, we're going to change it back so that you, uh, Instagram making another change, so that you can, uh, you can have that direct response. The app getting new post buttons because they were changing what you saw on your feed, just like Facebook did. Oh, does Facebook own Instagram? Yes, it does. Uh, but they were doing it, so Facebook is really uh, needs to go back to the way it was as well. Uh, their new algorithm is agonizing mm-hmm. uh, between what you see and what, what's being posted for you and what they, what they let you see, mm-hmm. what, they, what they decide you need to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, would, I would like to decide myself. I don't mind them sending me, I don't mind them sending me ads of stuff that I'm looking up. If I'm looking up, uh, if I'm looking up shoes, fine. Send me ads for shoes. Uh, I, I don't care. 
Good. That makes me, I'm happy that they do that. But just let me choose what I look at. Don't mm-hmm. you decide what now, I could look how at. How would you feel if you and I were having a discussion about shoes? Or, or right now you're, you're talking about shoes mm-hmm. and you look into your phone there and you see ads pop up. How would, that, how would you like that? Like if they're just eavesdropping on you that way. Like the guy earlier talking about crutches. Jeff, he's an I don't care kind of guy on that. Yeah. I've right? already, you don't care about your privacy. I've already clicked yes on the rap. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not no joke. I, I'm with you. I know it's good. It's, but did it's, you hear the guy not, earlier who called? He said he discussed crutches yeah. with his son. Five minutes later. I don't know that. I, That's unreal. Uh, or not. I don't know that I 100% believe that. I want to get into this public health issue with you, though, because uh, you've been found out. Um <laughs> The UK is investigating you because you have infected people with a multi-drug resistant form of gonorrhea. Um, The uh, super resistant gonorrhea, super resistant gonorrhea, which can only come from you. And we've called the proper authorities in the UK. We've alerted them that you were... My phone's Fairly been, recently, my phone's there been ringing off the hook too. It's probably yeah, them. it's probably them. Gonorrhea. First line treatment for gonorrhea is a combination of two antibiotics, yeah. and this is the first global report of a gonorrhea with high level resistance to both drugs. Yeah. So. Yeah, and even if it, even if it's uh, you know you're not inflamed, it's still there, which is a little. <laughs> Difficult. Uh, everybody knows that you're the expert. Gonorrhea. Syphilis. So was this was this just a quick weekend trip you took to the UK and hurried back? You didn't have to be there long. It doesn't take him long. No, you don't. What if I told you there's a new product that allows you to practice shooting in your home and without killing your family or your neighbors? It's That'd pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Plus, you save a lot of money on ammo. Don't need the ammo. You don't need to go to the range. No range fees. And you got the convenience of you don't even have to get into your car. This is fantastic. It's called iTarget Pro. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Watch the video. See for yourself. It's pretty great. When you go and see the video, you're going to see that you use a cell phone and their app, and there's a laser in place of the bullet, so it detects exactly where your shots are landing. You see it. You hear it. Just an awesome system. And right now, you'll also save 10% when you use the offer code PAT when you buy the iTarget Pro system. Save money. Save time, and this is a great way to conveniently take your skills to the next level. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Use the promo code PAT and save money. iTargetPro.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We've got Stu coming up. Uh, it's opening day yeah. for baseball. We're going to talk to him about uh, some of the angles. Um, Larry in Arizona, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. On the uh, record charting, if you take Steven Tyler's solo career in, he's got five decades. He had a solo uh, that charted on Billboard Mainstream Top 40 in 2011. And if you look at the country charts, he has a number 29 in February of this year. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. Now, is it top? Yeah, did, he, a, did he chart top 40? Um, was top it, 40 or? on mainstream top 40 hmm. in 2011. He hit number 35. 
That's amazing. With what song? Um, go back to it. Don't remember? Uh, we can look it up. Two seconds here. It feels so good. Okay. It's number 37 in June of 2011. Good to know. Appreciate the information. Thanks, Larry. Uh, Steve in Missouri, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey. Hey, uh, I know you're a big Lou Graham fan. Mm-hmm. Do you know what his real last name is? I don't. It's Graham, but then there's an A-T-I-C-O on it. He dropped those last five letters. Grammatico? Look at that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then before he was with Foreigner, he was with huh. a group called Black Sheep. Yes. Uh, I, I think actually Mick Jones was part of Black Sheep, wasn't he? No, he was Spooky uh, Tooth. You're right. It was, he was yeah, in Black Sheep, and yeah. Mick Jones and was in Spooky Words Tooth. Words was the album I've got. Okay, wow. Hmm. That's cool. And, uh, so you're uh, a big Foreigner fan, too? No. No, okay. <laughs> I haven't got any Foreigner in my album or CD that? collection until a couple weeks ago in the $5 bin at Walmart. <laughs> they had the very best of Foreigner. So how, I grant wow, it. how I sad thought. is that? Thanks, but Steve. when I got it home yep. and opened it, uh-huh. it was all the live versions of their stuff. Oh, uh, that's not cool. I I don't like that. If I want to go to if I want a live version, I'll go to the concert. Hmm. I want the studio version when I'm listening to it. Me at too. Home. I don't want to hear the cheering. I don't want to hear the yep. audience singing the songs. I want Foreigner to sing the songs. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed. Uh, we'll share some of your tweets coming up. We have a special guest that uh, who is that? You may have seen. No, I don't know who this is. May have come across him. Hmm? I don't know. I don't. I would. I don't know where you would have, but it's possible <laughs> that uh, somehow, somewhere, you've seen somebody called Stu Bergieri. Did I get that nine? No, it's name Steven. Right? It's Steven. Yeah, Ste- Steven you nailed it. Stu Bergieri. You nailed it. Thank you, Pat. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Stu is here. It's opening day. Yes. And uh, there's some opening day items that uh, we have to discuss. Yes, Blue Jays Day, as most people would know it. America's team uh, back in action, uh, taking the field once again <laughs> with their exciting new lineup for the 2018 uh, mm. Squad out, out on the field. Are they the exciting Yankees this today. year? Oh, yeah. good? Maybe not. Pitching looks to be okay. The hitting, eh, another not story. So yeah. Stroh should have another tremendous year. They should be really good this yeah, year because they got to be one of the added favorites. pitching uh, to the hitting lineup. And I mean, they're they could easily win again. I mean, it won't be easy, but they could definitely they could. win it again. Yes, Stu, Stu. I was wrong last year. I will admit, but this is the year. Did you put money on the Braves? You know, he tells me every year to put money on the Braves as if they're going to do something. And every year, uh, when I travel to Las Vegas to place my wagers, uh, I uh, I am uh, my heart is torn out as the Braves are terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, But this year's going to be different. Yeah, this Uh, this is the different year. This one. This one. I mean, if you can get ten thousand to one odds, you might want to put a dollar down. (laughs) Just you wouldn't want to risk two dollars. No, I wouldn't. Just one dollar. Golly, no. Are you out of your mind? Uh, That's good. That's good. Ender, don't let me down. That's all. That's my message to the center fielder for the Braves. 
Don't let me down, Ender. Nobody He's a big listener, too. Big listener. Yeah. No one knows. That's, 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 no, no, no. Center fielder for the Braves. What? Huge list. Yeah. Listens to Pat <laughs> Unleashed every day. <laughs> the most oh my God. underrated yeah. player in baseball, Ender if, NCR. If you go to at Pat Unleashed, we're going to see a lot of mentions from, from, him, from that guy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the center fielder for the Braves. <laughs> He's darn near stalking you, man. What's even more fun to talk about than Ender is uh, the new food at the, at the ballparks. Yeah. The yes. Should we start to. there? Yeah, let's this start there. This is pretty exciting. I like this. The Rangers have a few, and we went over a couple of these on radio today. We didn't get to a lot of them because there's so many. But uh, this one I thought was the most controversial, potentially. Mm-hmm. The Dilly Dog. So the mm. reason why I think this one's interesting is they've taken a hot dog um, and they've inserted it into inside a, of a pickle. Into a hollowed, hollowed, a hollowed out, pickle. out pickle. That does not That's sound good. wild, man. They put a corn they, dog on it, yeah. the meal, and then they <laughs> deep fried it. I mean, yes. Without the pickle, I think that'd be delicious. Well, without the pickle, it's a corn dog. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want. <laughs> like, it's just a corn dog. It's that's a normal corn dog. Somebody had a dream about this in the front office of the yes. Rangers, you know? <laughs> that's yes. weird. They also have the Triple B. Uh, this one is, looks like a... It doesn't this, scream. This Triple B doesn't scream Stuber gear because no. uh, it, it's a lot of meat. There's approximately 71 meats on it. Uh, and I don't know if you can count them all. Actually, it's just uh, it's a burger, then bacon, then brisket, bologna. And, and it's then all topped with barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. That screams Texas, man. That's delicious. Bo- but bologna's kind of, it's like a thick slice of that fried bologna. Oh, and I don't know. Like that, I think that's. That's mm, not Texas. Though, I'd try it, it though. Well, yeah. um, well, you got the brisket, which makes it tex- Texas, right? Brisket true. and bacon are definitely. And barbecue. It's a very standard thing that they do in Texas is just put brisket on everything. Yeah. Uh, and then tell you it's something else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I guess it is kind of, but it's pretty much just dumping brisket on stuff. Um, how about the Chino's Jalapeno Bacon Dog? You into that? I'm into that. Figured you'd be into that. Yeah. Uh, it's got hot dog wrapped in bacon covered with Cheeto sauce and topped with spicy jalapenos and crunchy Cheetos. That's, I mean. In that picture of that one. That's yeah. screaming my name. There this it is. is. This is another thing, though, that they've been doing lately, which is like. Cheetos are sort of in style to put on other foods. Yeah. So there's been things where they've put, uh, there's like mac and Cheetos at Burger King. They have like Cheetos dust and stuff. There's Cheetos popcorn at movie theaters now sometimes. Oh. um, Which is pretty delicious. But to take just a bunch of whole Cheetos and dump them on top of a hot dog. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not a thing. No. People are just going to eat the Cheetos individually off the top of the hot dog. But when you're covering them with Cheetos sauce and then just adding some crunchy Cheetos like dust or pieces would be okay yeah then That'd you're at least okay. trying to do something yeah you know you're not just like ah, i just dump the bag of cheetos on top of this thing one <laughs> of the most interesting looking to me is the curd and q in arizona and i'll never have a chance because why am i going to go to an arizona diamondbacks game? Yeah, let's go man. probably not why not maybe if you were hostage Yes, maybe. Or if you if you, maybe. If you had some sort of teleporting mm-hmm. thing that malfunctioned. <laughs> right. I've been Could in that, that be? ballpark. It's very nice. Is it nice? Thank you very much. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a third, a third of a pound of burger and then coleslaw, then barbecued pulled pork and white cheddar cheese curds. Oh, man. Oh. That's a lot. Man. There's a lot <laughs> Good for there. you? You bet. Yes. I would say yes. <laughs> you bet. Basically, it's a salad on a bun. <laughs> yeah. That's how I look at that. But cheese, too. Cheese curds. I don't know. There's something interesting and in, in, in about the cheese curd thing. They're doing that a yeah. lot now. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I mean, I you know, I'm a guy who likes his cheese, and I'm a guy who likes his fried things. Yeah, but, you could probably tell uh, but, so much. Yeah, we, but, we look like people yeah. who would like cheese curds. We do. I feel like the cheese curds. I don't know. Every time I have them, I'm a little underwhelmed by them. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. They're not like maybe. My, they, I, I don't know that I've ever. I, they it looks like a great thing to me, but I don't know if I've ever tried it. You know what? I, this is, I mean, I, you know, 
people in like Wisconsin are going to be upset at this analysis. But like I feel like when I, at least when I've had them, it tastes very fried, right? So you get the fried aspect, which is good. Mm-hmm. But then there's not a lot of taste to the cheese. Oh, really? Like it's just sort of blandish to me. No. It's not like super salty. It's not super flavorful. Yeah, that's not good. Maybe I've just had bad ones. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, 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 they have all been at like Hardee's. Is that bad? Is that a good, <laughs> that's a good part of the problem. No, it's, what's the, there is a fast food chain that actually serves them. Is it like A and W or uh, one of those fast food chains act, oh, no. actually has them? This is the sort of thing we used to solve all the time on patents too. Right, we would know what fast food place. I'm yes. out of the loop now of all the great. We fast would food demand inventions. it to come here and try it, <laughs> right. which is why we all gained three hundred pounds. That's probably why we don't have a show anymore uh-huh. too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, how about the? Uh, there's another Cheeto thing from the Dodgers. Have you seen this? That. Uh, I don't know what the heck it is. It's a roasted sweet corn rubbed with chipotle lime mayo, Ooh. dusted mm. with flaming hot Cheetos, mm. cojita cheese, and uh, some sort of seasoning. Tajin? Tajin? Seasoning? I don't know. Tajin? Tajin. I feel like tajin might be the best. That might be. Yeah. If we're talking Spanish and that sounds like we are, it might be tajin. Sounds like it. Close. kind of good. Let's see. What are a couple of... Oh, how about the Atlanta Braves one? Of course... Keith is our, uh, what's the guy's name who's a big fan of Pat? Oh, Ender and Ciarte. Oh, yeah, Ciarte, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Big, big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spectator. Uh, this has possibilities. <laughs> Jumbo potato stuffed with jalapeno cheddar sausage. <laughs> then <laughs> bacon wow. wrapped. Wait, so is the whole potato bacon wrapped or just the sauce? Wow, this is amazing. Then it's topped with cheese, cream, scallions, and more jalapeno. <sighs> I can't tell because I'm trying to look at the picture over there. And I, Man. It looks like they've wrapped. <sighs> it does that's that's whatever that is. There you go. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd buy that. Yeah, that looks a little scary. That. that looks like something Suspicious. that like mm-hmm. let's say you look off in the you're you're on a farm somewhere and you look off in the distance like midnight and you see like a weird like <laughs> line through the sky and then an explosion and you run out there and there's a crashed spaceship and there's a bunch of those on the ground. Mm-hmm. You'd assume they're alien eggs <laughs> and you would not question it at all. Yeah. And Turn, you turns you out probably wouldn't need it either. <laughs> turns oh, out it's just a spectator. Would, yeah. You would not dive in. Uh, do you want another bologna one? Sure. Uh, Cincinnati Reds, uh, Queen City fried bologna. Uh, I don't know. The, is the bologna thing, is it making a big, that, doesn't, that looks like an Egg McMuffin to me. It doesn't look super enticing, oh, yeah. um, but uh, that seems to be making <laughs> fried some Fried bologna certain. is kind of, it seems like it's making a comeback because I, I don't know if it's upgraded, like it's elevated bologna. But uh, I see it a lot on Food Network where they're doing bologna things for some reason. Um, Cincinnati's an interesting town because you can get that Cincinnati chili, right? Which is, I love it. I Delicious. remember, yeah, they have it. They have it with uh, made it with spaghetti. over noodles or spaghetti, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and they put cheese and onions on top uh-huh. of it if you want it that yeah. way. There's yeah. like three way and four way and five way or something. Uh-huh. Am I uh-huh. am I in the right city? You're here in the right this? city. Yeah, that <laughs> yep. was that's pretty freaking good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, did you hear the New York Yankees had this issue um, uh, with the beer art? Uh, so if you look in in the the head of the beer, they're they were putting like players' faces. And really? I, guess, I guess yeah. If you look look at the picture oh. here, they're kind of oh wow. You can kind of see like a player, and I don't know if they're actually recognizable players or not. But I guess they got in trouble because so in the foam of the of, of the, the beer, beer, they they engrave some kind of 
uh, player face. And are the players pissed off because they're using their likeness without I reward? I think it's a, there's some player's association rule or something that I they're bet. not allowed to be associated with beer or oh. something like that, which makes no sense to me because I feel hmm. like I've seen a million players advertising beer. But does seem like that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the line was. There's some weird line. Like, like for there, There's always a weird line. The, the new player's agreement has a, a clause so you can only have a certain amount of days. You have to be off a certain amount of days during the spring, during spring training. Because yeah. God forbid, we can't ask these guys to play. No. Wait, wait, more than three, four days a week. Right. Like, no. They're only uh, making millions. Yeah. So what are you expecting? So here? the first game of the uh, of the season is the Cubs and Marlins, and that's uh, going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there've been like tons of errors because these because the Cubs couldn't come out and play on the field because they had to take the day before off because they had played too many days in spring the- training, so they couldn't go out there and like have batting practice oh, and practice on the stupid field. So ridiculous. Wow. I cannot We're becoming sissies in oh every aspect. So bad. Um, let me give you two more. Uh, the and I know you guys are huge Blue Jays fans, like sure. the rest of America, sure. obviously. Um, do, how, how do you feel about poutine? You know, it's another thing that I've seen uh, on Food Network, and it looks delicious. Yeah. It's a Canadian thing. It's a Canadian thing. There's a distillery But I've never poutine. had it. It's t- In this version, t- tater tots topped with pulled pork, cheese yes. curds, yes. again, whiskey raisin gravy. Wow. I don't, I don't uh, know. got to be good. <laughs> it seems like it could have it potential. It seems like it could be good. And, and the green onions, which I know Pat would say no to. Yes. Um, but if you look at that, I mean, there's there's something going on there. There's yeah. something going on right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, that's got possibilities. Um, and uh, Colorado Rockies have the mile-high mac and cheese. Hmm. Green chili mac and cheese, which is a good mac and cheese. Delicious. If you're going to have mac and cheese, you might as well have the green chili oh. mac and cheese. Never mm-hmm. um, and then, But this one, they're going to crumble some chorizo on and some pico. Uh, again, you know, anytime you can get mac and cheese, I actually, you know, where I got the last time, last sporting event I got mac and cheese at the Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> I was eating mac and cheese at the Super Bowl. Was it good? It was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Minnesota was, mac and cheese. That's what everyone knows Minnesota for. Who was in that Super Bowl? I don't uh, know. The Philadelphia Eagles, oh, uh, and they were okay. victorious, by the way, right. in that particular uh, game. <laughs> just like the Blue Jays. That would have been the first, first be victory ever in a Super Bowl for the. I don't know if that's an important thing to necessarily Eagles, know. Right? I mean, we so could go back just the one. If you want to go back to 1948, 49, and 60, you could find <laughs> multiple don't. NFL I don't championships go back that there. Far. But uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. The, the baseball season is going to be interesting uh, this year because they have. Uh, they don't. None of them know if they can make trades or not. <laughs> have you heard this no. ridiculous thing in the tax law? Why? So you have the 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 you know the Republican tax uh, law that you know changed all the rates and all the thing. But of course, how would you write a tax law, Pat? It would be like ten percent flat tax, period, and then you turn it in, right? Like it's one yes. page. Well, of course, yes. Republicans have to make it you know fifteen hundred pages or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So there's been all sorts of weird things in there. There's one thing called the grain glitch. Have you heard about the grain glitch yet? No. Um, So it's one thing where like farmers, I'm going to butcher this if you're a farmer, but like farmers can sell uh, their grain to uh, co-ops as opposed to individual people. And so when they send it to co-ops, it's going to save them like 20% on their taxes. So it's impossible for like regular farmer, the the regular individuals to actually buy it because everyone wants to sell it to the co-op so they can get the tax benefit. It's crap like that that gets, you know, it's a, apparently a big deal if you're in the wow. middle of the country. Um, the net, this one, though, is in, in, it has to do with sports, which is, again, farmers, you're supposed to be able to trade like tractors for other equipment, right? And pretty much... You know, let's say you're mm-hmm. trading a $20,000 bulldozer for a $40,000 tractor that you shouldn't have to pay taxes on $20,000, right? It kind of seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they did is they changed this rule. So now it only applies to real estate. So now if you make that transition, you do have to pay taxes. 
that's not that big of a deal maybe for farmers. I think it probably is. Um, but bigger than that, if you are, uh, let's say, the Houston Astros, and you decide late in the season to acquire Justin Verlander, um, a guy who's making $30 million a year, uh, in, in exchange for some prospects that make nothing, well, now you have a huge change in value. You've changed one asset for another asset that's much more expensive. So the theory is they believe the Astros would have to pay taxes on $28 million oh or gosh. some other measure yeah. um, because they're getting Jeez. more in return than they're giving up. And so these teams are like not sure how to calculate. How do you calculate the value of a human being? It's been a couple hundred years since we started doing that sort of thing, and I don't necessarily think we should get back to it. Uh, so, I mean, it's a weird, yeah. uh, a weird uh, thing. Really and, weird. And again, typical mm. of government. Like typical. They just yep. do things, and they have no idea what the outcomes are. Nope. And the Democrats... Unintended consequences right, of course. all the time. And Democrats won't help them fix it, because their point is, well, we had the same sorts of issues with Obamacare, and you wouldn't fix any of those. So now they're saying, well, we're not going to fix any of the issues with your tax plan. That's so very, good functioning very government. Very mature. Yeah, very mature. Very so I guess up. we find out uh, when these teams start getting audited uh, after next tax season. <laughs> yeah, and then we, then we find out. Okay. We might. And tell me you don't think Donald Trump will go after the teams he dislikes the most. <laughs> he will. Like if someone signs Colin Kaepernick and they made a trade, look out. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't just apply to baseball. That's They're talking football. Football, basketball. Everything. Yeah. I mean, and basketball wow. is a big one. I mean, those trade those contracts are huge. A lot of people, yeah. it's a lot of salary dumping. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you dump a, you know, a $20 million salary, the person's not only going to have to accept the salary, but then pay 30, 40% on top of that in taxes. That's the crazy. There's going to be less trades. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Harper becomes a free agent next year. And they're thinking, you know, that's going to oh. be by far the biggest contract of all time. He's going to make well north of $30 million a year. So the taxes on that would be, I mean, it would be stupid. Stupid. And you might, that might change the whole landscape. Well, for it depends him. too. If he's a free agent, he'd have to just pay it as income. It's the matter of if he gets traded. Okay, it's only and, applying to yeah. trades. And they're not and they they're okay. not saying for sure it's value of contract that you'd have to trade. I mean, you know, if if Justin Verlander was only making a million dollars a year, he's still worth more than the prospects, right? <laughs> so you'd have to figure yeah. out some way of actually valuing um, and I mean, you have to do that with advanced statistics, I guess. I don't know, but this is a whole new problem for all these franchises. Yeah. yeah. Leave it to the government to come yes. up with uh, that kind of nonsense. And they will screw it up, yes. Uh, Stu Begir, we'll listen for you tomorrow on, uh, uh, on the Glenn Beck program. I'll oh, be there, right? You'll be there? Yeah, I'll All be right. there. Go Blue Jays. Um, America's schools are really not like we grew up. Um, they've become sort of indoctrination factories. They're, they teach the kids what they should think, not how they should think. And that's where a place like Freedom Project Academy comes in. It's a fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical online school for your kindergarten all the way through high school. And people ask me all the time, well, what, what can we do? I don't really, I can't teach. I'm not comfortable teaching my children. This is such a tremendous opportunity to have your kids come home and you don't have to be the one that teaches them. This is an incredibly interactive education. Your students attend live classes. There's live students all across the country. And Freedom Project Academy doesn't accept a penny of government funding. So they're committed to teaching your kids how to think, not what to think. You can enroll your kids full-time or just start with a single class. It's completely up to you. Now, the enrollment ends in July, but the classes fill up fast. So go to freedomforschool.com right now. And they'll send you out a free information packet. You can go through the whole thing. Freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. Pat Gray. Only.
on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed. Hashtag, put that in your pipe. Uh, from 3 Jeeps 3, any country with a measurable population that thinks teens can lead the way to anything is destined for collapse. Yeah, I kind of fear that's true. Mm-hmm. Lone Wolf 2965, uh, speaking about Keith getting into Nebraska. Oh. Mr. Malinak, are you smarter than an ear of corn? Mm. Well, yeah, I think so. Welcome to the University of Nebraska. <laughs> kind of how it went. That's funny. That's kind of how it yeah, went. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, rain bomb jackal flying river. Weird Al <laughs> will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame oh. before Foreigner. <laughs> How's that make you feel? Uh, it's typical. It's par, par for the course. <clears throat> From Kristen, this little gem, Kenny G. We'll get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before I'm, Foreigner. I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a trend with these tweets. These are astute observations, however. Very astute. Yeah. Well, see, Foreigner only had, what, 40, top 40 hits? Yeah, you, yeah. They only sold 80 million albums worldwide. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not deserving. Yeah. Well, you know, impress me, Foreigner. Right. Okay. What have you done for me, I don't know, this week? Ever. What have you done? <clears throat> nothing. You've done nothing. Uh, so, we know about the David Hogg situation uh, as he is now trying to get an advertiser boycott of Laura Ingram's Fox show. This kid is... Somebody, please help us with this. <laughs> Somebody, oh, I know please, who can help. Please, Aliens can help. Please help us. With, or maybe that satellite will come through. Put us out of our David Hogg misery yep. somehow. I... Nutrish, celebrity chef Rachel Ray's pet food company, is apparently the first advertiser to jump ship from Fox News, the Laura, uh, the Ingram angle. After David Hogg called for a boycott. Yeah, well, a 17-year-old kid wow. called for a boycott. Boy, he's feeling, We're out. He's feeling empowered now. Oh, my I mean, gosh. now it's going to get, oh, boy. Well, he keeps saying, we're changing the world. We're changing the world. I, You know, he was complaining about... Not getting into these colleges, but he then he says, but we're changing the world, so. And, you know, it, it kind of is. Yep. Which is embarrassing. Yep. <laughs> uh, a tweet from the pet food company read, we are in the process of removing our ads from Laura Ingram's program. Wow, that is pathetic. So, I'm sorry, what company was this pathetic. that uh, is pulling their ads from Laura Ingram? Nutrish. Nutrish. So. Nutrish. Do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hogg tweeted out, um, <clears throat> one through 12 of companies that advertise on Ingram's show, mm. Sleep Number, AT&T, now these haven't pulled out yet, and I hope they don't, but he's targeting these to pull out. Sleep Number, AT&T, Allstate, wow, Bear, Rocket Mortgage, Liberty Mutual, Arby's, TripAdvisor, hmm. Nestle, Hulu, and Wayfair. Does this kind of those are big advertisers? Yeah. These are people who actually advertise on Fox a lot. This kind of starts to feel like a uh, lot. what's the word? What's the term? Cyberbullying. Uh, doesn't it feel that mm-hmm. way? 
And mm-hmm. so Nutrish, that was uh, number uh, three on the list. They pulled out. And she's being targeted mm. because she pointed out that he didn't get into this. He was whining about not getting into school. All she said was, she was not surprising based on their admittance rate. That's all she said. It was no big deal. She said he was whining about not getting into schools, including UCLA. Well, it's not surprising based on their stringent standards. Why is that boycott worthy? Why? The answer is it isn't. Hogg himself uh, tweeted out, it's not been too great for me and some of the other members in the movement. We got rejected from UCLA and UCSD. So it's been kind of annoying having to deal with that and everything else that's been going on. But at this point, it's, you know, we're changing the world. There is no way that UCLA denied this guy because of his activism. Does anybody doubt that UCLA wouldn't welcome that? Why why wouldn't they fully embrace that? Like they're a conservative school? Like they're a Second Amendment school? I kind of doubt it. He later tweeted, it was no sweat off his back if colleges didn't want to support him. Um, He told one interviewer, it's been a little disappointing to endure this, but uh, he said it is. It's absolutely disappointing. But at this point, we're already changing the world. If colleges want to support us in that, great. If they don't, it doesn't matter. We're still going to change the world. And this kid thinks a lot of himself. Yeah, um... Just an update here. Uh, Pope Francis, a hell definitely does exist. Uh, we're living in it right now. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and all, again, all Laura Ingram did was write, David Hogg rejected by four colleges to which he applied and whines about it. Dinged by UCLA with a 4.1 GPA. Totally predictable given acceptance rates. How is that outrageous? That comes nowhere near the outrageous things he's saying. In response, David Hogg compiled this list of advertisers and uh, told his followers to boycott the companies if they didn't pull out. So, obviously, Nutrish is instantly pulled out. Are you kidding me? Based on a 17-year-old kid. Why? Because he he was in the building when a shooting happened? I can't. I just... It's getting worse every day. Hey, hey, Pat, I got some news for you. Um... Baseball opening day yeah. today. Uh-huh. Right? That's good. That's Ooh, cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. Go brave. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Oh, welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Some odds and ends here. Uh, apparently, the uh, Democrat edge—you know, generic Democrat against generic Republican in the congressional races—it has dipped 
to six points now in the midterms. What? How high was it? 16. Was it really? Wow. Democrats Oof. had the generic 16-point edge Ooh-wee. at one point. Wee. <clears throat> okay, so that's changing. But, you know, again, does it make any difference? Are they any... Are the Republicans any better? In a lot of cases, the answer is no. And they're all sitting around now pondering, uh, what do we do for the rest of the year? I don't know. What, do you, what should we work already, on? I already did the really terrible budget, which isn't a budget. It's an omnibus spending. We already increased the debt a trillion dollars in five months. What, what more they, do you want? What do, what do, do you want? want? What do they want from us? I mean, we've done so much. <laughs> so they're seriously wondering... Uh, what do we do next? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just, you know what? Why don't you take the next <laughs> six months off? You've done enough. Okay? We're good. That would be fine with me. All set. Just stop doing damage. Just stop. Would Just be great. Stop. Stop doing damage. And watch, you know what? I guarantee you, if the Republicans honestly just erase the calendar for the rest of the legislative year. Yeah. That little six-point uh, deficit between them and Democrats Go on the away. generic... No, they'd be in the lead. Yeah, probably. They'd be like, oh my gosh. Probably. They've gone away. Let's put them in power I again. will say this. It works great in Texas that the legislature here, the state legislature, meets every other year. Mm-hmm. There are years in which they don't do anything, and it's great. Look how well it works. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to catch our breath every now and then, please. <laughs> Eric in California, you're on the blaze. Is this the Pat and Stu show? Because, one, I, you guys answered the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw Stu on here earlier. I just wanted to say it was refreshing to see you guys. Yeah. And also, more importantly, uh, I wanted to also mention, like, David Hogg, the, the, the gentleman you were just talking about, or the, mm-hmm. the uh, treasonous guy that he is to the Constitution. If all those schools... They did a boycott of all the liberals going. Maybe they should do a boycott of going to those schools because you know how mm. the liberals are. They mm-hmm. always want to stand together. They always want to do these boycotts and these protests. Well, stop going to those schools, and maybe those schools will get a heck of a lot better, and also we'll have freedom of speech back on our college campuses. We're not going to have to worry about safe spaces and all this nonsense. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. Uh, <sighs> it's uh, This situation with the Parkland kids... Um, it's one of the uh, toughest things that have come along in a while. Because, again, you're not supposed to say anything about them. You're not supposed to even challenge what they're saying. We're being told by Don Lemon and all the idiots at CNN that because they've been through a tragedy, just let them speak. Just let them vent. What? And for how long? Are you serious? No, they vented plenty. Now, what they're saying has to be challenged or we're going to regret not standing up and saying something. Jack in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat and Keith. Hey. Hey, uh, two points. Um, one, the, I cannot believe what I just heard about the boycott from Rachel Ray on uh, un- Lori Ingram show. Mm-hmm. First of all, how, how old is the demographic of those pet owners? I mean, I mean, what, what are they doing? <laughs> They're not 17. Okay. I mean, ridiculous. Right. right. Uh, and, um, no, and number two, there's nothing but fillers and grain in her food. Cause I won't buy it. I did my <laughs> research for my cats and I won't buy her food. Oh, is that true? It's so not, it's, it's not full natural? Of grain and fillers. Absolutely. Oh, no way. Wow. No wow. way. Do your research. I did the same, but nonetheless, Okay. I think I have a point of why Foreigner is not in the Hall of hmm. Fame. Okay. 
First, the Hall of Fame, Pat, as you know, is run by a bastion of liberals. And since mm-hmm. Foreigner is so awesome and one of their best hits is Dirty White Boy, they're probably being boycotted <laughs> because of that horribly insensitive title, <laughs> Dirty White Boy. I think Dirty White Boy is keeping them out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, it may be. I don't know. Uh, thanks, Jack. When when uh, Lou Graham was here, or on the phone, I can't remember. Was he here? No, he didn't come in. He was on the phone. And he said... You know, the, he they had some issue with at least one of the people. The manager did. Yeah, on the committee. And the, they were told at the time they'd never get in. Maybe it was over Dirty, dirty White Boy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Tom in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. How you doing, Pat? Good. This, I was just, couldn't help but uh, listen to Jeffy for Pope. Mm-hmm. I, 13 years of Catholic school. I haven't been back in 42 years. But if Jeffrey becomes the Pope, yeah. I'm in. Oh. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm okay. In. We're building bridges. <laughs> so that would be you the turning the, point for your Catholicism. You're, you're right back at Mass. Sure. The, 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 the first <laughs> sermon would have to be something about go forth and multiply, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, probably. Thanks, Tom. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure that would be universally uh, the same, you know, that like all 1.2 billion Catholics would say, yes, now I'm in. Now I'm back. Mm. Jeff Fisher is the Pope. You know what? As much as I want to just <laughs> joke along with you and just hearty har har, uh, the world makes no sense. Nothing shocks me anymore and nothing will. Yeah. So Jeffy as Pope, I could totally Why not? see that. Absolutely. Why not? Do it. We apparently have a pope who's saying there's no hell. Um, maybe, maybe we're, we're not sure because the Vatican sort of disputed that, but not really. All they said was that, well, that's not Catholic doctrine. Yeah, I know, but did he say that mm. or what? Mm. Um, I got to show you this a uh, little odd and end as well because um, Ami Horowitz, Ami, Ami, it's a me. It's Ami? It's always Ami, right? It's Ami. Yeah. Okay. I think he says it, uh, so we'll we'll listen. But he goes around to college campuses and asks fun questions that the kids usually don't get the correct answer to. Um, But he went to George Washington University and asked them an interesting question. Here's what happened. I'm here on the campus of George Washington University, named after our first president, and also a slave owner. I wonder if students here think we should keep the name or change it. Personally, I would change the name. I think that it should be changed. Um, I think that recognition is super important, and I think that... Recognition of? Recognition for who he was as a person. I don't agree with slave slave trade, so, um, so yeah. Would you change the name? If you could do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That was 1776, it's 2018, um, and I think it's important that we yeah. Re- realize and reupholster the systems that built us. Sure, I think we should change the name. I would probably sure. change the name, but I would do so u- universally. Like, if I were to change the name of GW, then I would advocate that things named after slave holders in general should be changed. We've sort of retrospectively mythologized this this concept of liberty and freedom. Like for Memphis, we just recently got rid of the Nathan Bedford Forest statue oh, that was gosh. in Overton Please don't Park. Him to that. So, I mean, just keeping Please. in line with like. This is kind of similar. 
yeah. It's oh, not to wow. say that he wasn't an important man back then. It's just saying that in this day and age, it's not as important, I don't think. What's the first thing that comes <laughs> to mind when I say George Washington? Oh, I think about him owning slaves, yeah. Hypocrisy of slavery. Thank God not everybody felt this way. Yeah. Do you think it's time to change the name of this university? Absolutely not. Thank Absolutely you. Absolutely not. This is, our, this is one of our founding fathers. If we Thank forget you. liberty, if we forget the intrinsic nature behind the founders' philosophy of liberty, then what exactly do we have? Ah, oh, God bless you. Three hours talking to students on the George Washington campus. 70%, can we go back to that? 70% the, want to change the name. 70% wanted to change. Oh, my gosh. I, well, oh, hmm. Heaven help us. I mean, I mean that literally, heaven please. Help us. Jeffy, help us. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I definitely think, uh, yeah, in this day and age, uh, yeah, he was relevant back then. He's not real. He's the founder of the country. Seriously, the founding father. There are founding fathers, but he is the founding father of the founding fathers. Did you hear that one guy mix in that uh, new term uh, that I guess is now going to start making an appearance on talking points around the left? Uh, uh, we need to reupholster this country. <laughs> we need to reupholster it. That's like an old couch. Not heard that one before. Yeah, I didn't either. <clears throat> wow. All righty. Well, we, w- we wouldn't Thursday. be a country. We wouldn't be a nation in 2018 without George Washington. Absolutely, 100% accurate. Absolutely the indispensable man. And by the way, he didn't agree with the slave trade either. Did he have slaves? Yes. Again, it wasn't the founding fathers that instituted slavery. Mm-hmm. It was Great Britain who thrust it upon this land, and they were stuck in that system. So, yeah, a lot of the people in the South were really conflicted. These guys who were really good men, righteous men, they wanted to make the change, but they knew they couldn't at the time and keep the Union together. There would be no United States had they insisted on the ending of slavery before before. The founding of the country. And recall, at this time of George Washington, it was illegal to release your slaves in Virginia. Right. And then they passed a law in Virginia where it was allowed. So when he died in, I think it was 1798. 99. 99. uh, He was able to free his slaves, and he did. Then they made it illegal again, and that's why Thomas Jefferson didn't do it. He couldn't. It was illegal. Well, if you... thought so little of slavery it was against it why didn't he free his slaves it was against the law that's why well yeah but the the constitution calls calls black people three-fifths of a person how can you how can you get behind a document like that and for the record all those who like demonizing thomas jefferson uh when he died and his slaves were sold off to other locations all of them to a man said that Thomas Jefferson treated them much, much better than anyone else. Yeah, they don't like to hear that because, you know, oh, thank you for treating your slaves nicely. I know, but you got to, I mean. It's a tough time, and and we, we, it's almost impossible to apply our standards and our way of thinking today on 1790. You can't. It just doesn't work. It wasn't that world then. And they, they finally worked their way through it, and it, the country finally worked its way through it, and it took the deaths of 600,000 Americans to make it finally happen. I mean, there's been a price paid. And they did end the slave trade uh, in 1807. So as soon as they could, they did. They stopped importing them anyway. I mean, I, I just wish 
people understood. I just wish people could comprehend what they were up against and how difficult a thing it was to get rid of slavery. It's not like you could just say, okay, write it into the Constitution, no more slavery. Well, there wouldn't be a Constitution if they did that. It, it certainly wouldn't have been a nation that we have today. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about filter buy. Um, we do have good news, and that's you can get the pollen and mold and all that dust out of your air. And that's great because spring is in the air now, and that means a lot of pollen. So if you think staying inside your house will save you, it doesn't. The air actually inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside. But you can fix that by switching out your filters. And filterby.com is the place to do that. Filterby.com carries over 600 different filter sizes. And they can even custom make one for you. They make everything right here in America. It's an awesome American company. It's all shipped free. You don't pay extra for that. Within 24 hours, so it comes really fast. And they have a multitude of MERV options all the way up to hospital grade. So you know you're going to be getting rid of the pollen, dust, and mold. All of the allergy aggravating stuff that's floating around inside your house. And you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery. Save money, save time, and just breathe better. It's filterby.com. That's filterbuy.com. Filterby.com. Joined now by Brad Stack. With another filter of sorts. Oh. I mean, if you think about it, the, the wax in your ears oh, this is... is a filter for the dirt and the debris that would otherwise find its way all the way you back to your ears. You are a professional. You, you know that? <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, that is something I else right there. I didn't go to eight years of radio school for nothing. Eight long eight, years. Eight years. Yeah, it's true. So if you uh, use the WaxRx system, I thought I would just, you know, don't take my word for it. Here are some of the reviews of the uh, the WaxRx system. Uh, no pain, no gain says it was easy to use. The results were amazing. No longer need to go to the doctor since I can do this at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do it at home. You can do it in the street. You can do it in your front yard. Mm. In your Anywhere you want to do it. The cops won't call you? Nope. For getting near this wax is absolutely legal to do. You could go to the shopping mall. Mm. And sit right there on one of those benches mm-hmm. and get the gunk out of your ears mm. with the WaxRx system. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bob says, excellent. Works very good. Okay. Now, Bob? Very well. I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to have to correct you on that. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it does work very well. It doesn't work very thank you. good. If you weren't going to say it, I was. Uh, somebody had to say and it. And thank you, because that's yeah. one that drives me crazy. I know. It makes me cringe every time. Right? So does irregardless, but I'll... Right, and I couldn't care less. Uh, yeah, right. See, because people say I could, I could, I could care, care less. less, but you really couldn't care less mm-hmm. if you're at the bottom of caring. Mm-hmm. Pat, how does the quote unquote thing grab you? Uh, right around the throat and chokes <laughs> me and strangles me because that's so stupid. <laughs> it's quote, and then you what you, you insert the quote, and then unquote. When you say yeah. quote unquote, you've left the quotation right. empty. Yes, you're quoting so, nothing at all. You're quoting yes. nothing at all. So technically, it should be quote blah 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 <laughs> end quote. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. I totally get where you're. And see. <laughs> The problem is when you have clean ears, you can hear all of these annoying things. So maybe you want to just consider leaving your ears dirty. Skip it all. But if you decide to clean them and uh, you t- make a video of it, don't forget you've got until, let's see, today's the 28th. you got two more days to get it into. 29th is today. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Yeah. WaxRx.com, though, has worked for absolutely every person I know that's tried it. Mm-hmm. My wife, my uh, daughter did it. Mm-hmm. It worked incredibly well for her. It does. It worked for you, right? It does, or yep. it, Jeffy? Yeah. Jeffy got gerbils out of his ears yes. with it. Yep. So yeah. we've, we've done wax that at the gerbils. House. Mm-hmm. So. He eats less now. Mm-hmm. Go to usewaxrx.com, use promo code radio, and you get free standard shipping. Get cleaners and possibly win some stuff. Usewaxrx.com, promo code radio. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. We're losing an awesome employee. Today's his uh, last day with the show because he's. So oh, Jeffy's finally getting out of here. No, right. it's not. Sadly, it's not Jeffy. Oh my no, god! No, this is somebody good. Sorry, somebody we like. Hmm. Uh, but he's a traitor, yeah. uh, and uh, he's a turncoat, and he's leaving mm-hmm. because he's a quitter. Quitter. Is the job done? Uh, no, no. Does everybody listen to the show yet? Everybody in this country, do they listen to the show? No, nope. The job is unfinished. He's he's a quitter. Yeah, he's uh, leaving us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we want to thank uh, Mark Tate, uh, director. Is that mm-hmm. what he? Did? I, he's I don't know what. I he, think he just like, changes all the cameras. Obnoxiously comes in yeah, here and moves things around all yeah. the time. Yeah, uh, right. I don't even know what he does. Yeah. Stop it. Let's so see, maybe it's see. a good thing he's going. I don't know. Just change the camera real quick if that's you behind the board right now, Mark. Yeah. Change that's, the camera real quick. Oh, back and forth. There, that's, see, yeah, that's it. That's see, what he does. He's sending us that's a telegraph right now. So. Mark, we're going to miss you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for everything you've done. Mm-hmm. You know where he's going? Where's that? This is how evil this little douchebag is. It's good news. Like, he's going to the NRA. What? The evil incarnate NRA. I kid you not. You wouldn't. I kid you not. Mark, I it, bet if there was blood from uh, kids splattered on your face. Oh, he loves that stuff. You'd be happy. He's, he's a baby killer. Hmm. And, uh, and that's why he's uh, going to the NRA. He likes to kill babies. So... Is that what he said? Well, I mean, it's implied in going to oh, work for him. Okay. Right? Clearly, you're right. I think he's actually going to work with Dana, right? Isn't he? On Probably. Our shows and others. I think Dana and others. Plucked another so, one, did she? So, uh, congratulations <laughs> on, your, on your gig, Mark. That's great. We'll miss you. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This won't surprise you, I don't think. Uh, in Europe, Christianity is dying. Hmm. Young people turning away from the church in droves. A majority of 16 to 29-year-olds don't follow a religion at all. Um, Europe is becoming increasingly secular as young people turn their back on religion. 91% of youths in the Czech Republic identify as non-religious. 91%. Wow. Uh, The fact is, I think as a continent, about 4% go to church on a regular basis. 4%. But they still identify as religious. They just don't happen to go to church. But it's 91% in the Czech Republic. Man. You you know, that... Uh, I didn't understand why they were far and away, you know, um, so anti-religion there. I, I think you made it, a great point. Yeah, I think, it, uh, I think it's the lingering effects of communism Bingo. in the Czech Republic. Where the Soviet Union was and and they snuffed out religion wherever they came in and stomped their... their jackbooted boots down it really it hurt those places religiously speaking you know what 
and that, and they that, haven't recovered. That the influence of communism mm-hmm. and the Iron Curtain might explain the lack of religion in Eastern Europe. I bet it's socialism on the western on the, side yes. of the continent. Yeah, well, because you start to worship the government. There you it's go. the government that does everything. It's the government we can turn to. Oh. We don't need God. We've got the government, and that's why in the UK. Only 7% of young adults identify as Anglican, and 10% categorize themselves as Catholic. So that's a total of 17%. Uh, Young Muslims are also on the brink of overtaking Anglicans. So 7% Anglican, 6% Muslim. Wow. Between 70 and 80% of the same age group in Holland, Sweden, and Estonia are non-religious. So... What do you expect is going to happen? You're turning away from God in all of these countries. What's going to happen? Nothing good. That's where Grinder comes in. Grinder is going to offer HIV test reminders to its 3.6 million users so that they can help, you know, curb the STD rates. The world's largest gay dating app, Grinder, will now Oh, I didn't know Grinder was a gay dating app. Well, ah. I think every I think it's hmm. everybody. Is it everybody? Play. Yeah, I think so. Uh, anyway, they're going to remind. They're going to offer reminders uh, to be tested for HIV now. Oh, that's helpful. New feature will send discreet push notifications every three to six months to their 3.6 million users who opt for it. It will also direct them to the nearest clinic that offers non-judgy <laughs> testing. Wait, that's in the story. Yeah, non-judgy testing. And we'll post ads from queer-friendly clinics and support groups. That's another thing I don't get. Why is queer okay to say? No. Queer used to be a a really bad thing to call someone. Are we that old? I mean, it Mm -hmm. wasn't that long ago where it was like, whoa. And now queer is like, it's a wonderful word. It's a wonderful world. A word. Um, But it was like... And I don't want to equate anything with this, but it was almost like the gay equivalent of the N-word at a time. Mm-hmm. And oh, now yeah. it's been yeah, flipped yeah. as just like a mainstream word. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's weird. They like to, apparently they like to be, it's part of the LGBTQ thing. Okay. The Q stands for queer. Not queen. Queer. Hmm. Which queen was a really good rock band. That was pretty good. Yeah. I think queen's in the Rock Hall of Fame, aren't they? I Before mean, Foreigner. Do they you really want be. me to break your heart and tell you yes? No, I want, I mean, that would not break my heart. They belong. But when you got DeBarge in the Rock Hall of Fame before Foreigner, that's heartbreaking. Queen is in, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> not that you're shocked Have by that news. Not shocked. Oh, yeah. look at that. Uh, every band that ever recorded any song <laughs> is, is in. actually in, except, except there's one off this list. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Okay. I figured it out. It's Foreigner is the one that's not on this list. Huh. Weird. <laughs> it's, a, it's just about that bad. Yeah. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to have some fun tomorrow. And uh, we also have Troy in from Dog Tag Furniture nice. to talk about something really meaningful. We'll do that at the bottom of Hour 3 tomorrow. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.